0: Be an Anthony Channel. The Ron and Fez show starts right now.
1: Are you coming with us, Josie? I reckon not, Fletcher. They'll be coming after you, Josie. There's no you can go to get away from them. Reckon that's true. Good
2: It's the Ron and Fez Show, 866-RON-ZERO-FEZ, 866-RON-ZERO-FEZ. Chris Stanley also in the house today. What up? Uh, Chris, yeah. uh, this is a big one for you, your guy, the situation, that you kind of based your life and core on, you know?
3: Three letters, Ron, mm-hmm. G-T-L.
2: Did he invent that or did one of the other guys?
3: That was all him. He's all gym tight laundry.
2: Uh, he's finding himself in a rehab, oh. which, you know, it's not hard to believe when you know that the guy does have to drink for a living. That is his job, to show up at the club.
3: Yeah, you got to get to the club, get his ball or swag status on.
2: Now, you know that at least Ronnie's got to hear the tick-tock of this thing <laughs> as well, because there's no way. That situation was more of a sloppy embarrassing joke than Ronnie was.
3: Um, When Ron is fucking on the sauce it's fucking ridiculous. He's either fist
2: fighting or crying or uh, doing something ridiculous. So uh, now we're going into the sixth season of this little show. The show we like to call Jersey Shore. And uh, you got one pregnant and the other one getting out of rehab. So you've got At least two of the gang that aren't going to be able to drink.
3: Oh, no. No, yeah, the situation is we'll be sulking the entire... Well, I don't know. Who knows what's going to happen with them? Who knows? I'm going to make a prediction. Okay.
2: Their blonde-headed cousin Oliver shows up and starts to
3: (laughs) eat away at some of the storyline. Well, this past season, I didn't watch all of it, but at times there was a friend of the situations called The Unit. Oh, God. He
2: was so dull. (sighs) He was was fucking dull.
3: He, was, he made the fucking situation look like...
2: Sam did 55 minutes Robert with him. And, uh, <laughs> God damn! <laughs> I think Sam's interview with the unit is still going on.
3: Oh my God!
2: Yeah, Sam does know more about Jersey Shore okay, than anyone else around here.
3: Yeah, he really fucking drills into
2: but it. But I also have another prediction that Snooky power drinks during the pregnancy.
3: Oh God... That's not good, Snooky. Well, she said she's already been drinking before she knew she was fucking pregnant.
2: And plus, women did that for a million years. M.
3: Smoke, drink, Yeah,
2: whatever. the worst that could happen is your baby was born Italian. That's probably, you know, you're going to have to deal with that <laughs> anyway.
3: I don't mind a woman smoking while she's pregnant. I kind of like it. Even though I'm pretty sure it's bad for it. Um, smoking? Yeah. Have yeah, a cigarette every I've
2: now and then. I know I've seen it.
3: Yeah, I mean, come on.
2: And actually, the cancer might even have a little more room for the baby. <laughs> now, no one uh, sees it like that. <laughs> I don't know why we just keep putting this up on the eye bang, but more and more giant Jessica Simpsons.
3: Yeah.
2: Uh, one after another, this time, I don't know. For some reason, she tries to throw a leather jacket on like that's going to help. Uh, I don't get it. It's fucking really bizarre. See, I think the Amish kind of know
3: what they're doing when they make the the women hide until the pregnancy is over it's a smart move because she's been all over the fucking place yeah and i'm gonna start vomiting soon well is it because of where, where she goes with this what she's talking about that and just just the giantness of her and knowing that it's like pregnancy weight and there's a baby there i, I don't like it there's a huge baby there i don't like and that's
2: kind of the weird part how you do you know, know? You don't know if it's a huge baby, though. Like, she says that it's all fluid, Uh and it may be. That's why she says when her water breaks, it's going to be like a fire extinguisher went off, like a fucking hose. Because I've seen massive women give uh, small babies, and there's some women that they don't seem like they get that big, but it's all baby. You know? Like, here's the thing. The baby is not going to be more than 10 pounds. Tops. (laughs) She must have put on 60, 70 pounds. Now, the weird thing is, they're running that TV show with her uh, right now called You Could Make Pants on TV and People Buy It. I think that's the name of the show. And they must have shot this six years ago because she looks tiny uh, yeah. in that.
3: Yeah, she hasn't been like that for a while. Even before this pregnancy, she was, you know, getting a little bigger. And everyone is saying to Jessica, what do you have, with twins? And she's
2: like, no, I'm not. But you, it's hard to believe. But then that goes back to tell us, we, and by we, I mean men, yeah. we don't know shit about a pregnancy. It's disgusting.
3: I, I, think it. she, I don't think it's disgusting. I really, I just don't like children in the whole process. Like, there's a giant fluid sack where You think tastes. that
2: you could be in there when a woman has a baby?
3: I, would, I mean, you know, I would have to be, I, I guess at this point. Thank you. <laughs> See, that's the thing that I just want to point
2: out. That. It is not even a fucking choice. No, no, it's... Like, when I was born, my dad, I don't even think he came to the fucking hospital. And then they stuck me under glass, and he saw me a couple weeks later. (laughs) Uh, My brother, with his kids, I think it's like, you could if you want to, but you don't have to. And by me, you're fucking doing it, dude. Or else you're Hitler, if you don't go. How could you not? You weren't in there with her? The weirdest thing is, it's not... It's not awful to see your chick have a baby, but when you have to watch the movies of other, as always, Northern California hippie chicks yeah. fucking giving birth, the you know, natural birth type you're things.
3: like, I got to get out of this. I can't fucking do it. It just, it looks like a fucking horror scene, man. Yeah. I mean, to us, it's the most unnatural
2: thing in the world. But then again, shows a woman having her period. You know what I mean? Like... Anything that happens with a woman
3: are fucked that
2: isn't sexual, like, when it's sexual, we love a Best vagina, ever. then every other thing, no. uh, we're like, I don't know what <laughs> that, that is. I don't get any of the attraction. We know that, Fez. Of course, you're not, also not even that attracted to cock right now, <laughs> as you were holding the male version of uh, long, of Oldest uh, Virgin, um, and special um, congratulations go out, of course, to Stalker Patty for being the overall champion. Yeah, that's good. She's uh, six months older than Fez. Um, Hicks, this is the funniest thing. The emails blew up today. Everybody wanting to know what your opening song was.
3: Oh, that's uh, Sally Ford and the Sound Outside, I Swear. Here's what kills me. You don't play as many cool
2: opening songs as you used to. You pop right into Scum. People love your opening songs.
3: I got to get back into it. I feel like a dick.
2: Dick fuck. Look, yeah. you and Fez have a way of making everything out to be a failure. What I'm trying to say is, is a success okay. that people miss it. Okay. Now, every year your fucking musical tapes get a little less hip. <laughs> no,
3: I'm all fucking into you know, it, No, you're less
2: daring than ever before. But this, this is a great song that you're open with today, and I'm only guessing because <coughs> I was, you know, still in the elevator.
3: And plus the uh, computer froze, I kind of um, got worried. So, hey, let's throw some new, <laughs> throw the opener in. Uh, Jason, you're on the Runa fest show.
4: Hey, buddies. Yeah. Uh, my wife's going to be having a baby in about a week, and I'm looking for some advice on buying some fine cigars, Ronnie.
2: You want to get a cigar that says, it's a boy, in pink wrapping or blue wrapping, and then that way everyone who smokes it starts to uh, choke. Here's what I want you to do. Go over to the bang right? Yep. And just put in cigars. We have a list up there that would be perfect for you, and you can find out financially where you fit into that. All because right. cigars have become very, very expensive. All right. Uh, so, you you know, you don't want to make sure that you're handing out $18 cigars to guys that don't smoke. All right. All right?
3: Yeah, that's cr- so go you. over
2: to the bang and, and look around. And All just right, put in cigars it. in the and search. And congratulations. Are you going in when your wife has the baby?
5: Yes, I am. Don't.
2: Is this the first time?
5: First one.
2: Yeah. You're going to do just swell, pal. All
5: right. Now, do that. you have a doula?
2: Pardon? Make sure you get a doula to go in with you. All right. That's somebody, that's like a wingman. You get another, uh, like the midwife helps out for like the baby being born. But the doula is there to support the mother and father. Oh, wow. So the father makes a lot less faux pas.
3: (laughs) Freak outs. (laughs) Yeah, you, you can fucking
2: have somebody to keep this as a decent situation.
3: Now, say your wife's pregnant. Can you go out for a smoke break, or do you have to be in there the entire time? Boy.
2: So this is, again, why you need a doula, because you need somebody in there oh, with the,
3: Oh, okay, then they'll, they'll fucking hold so, it down. Yeah,
2: so then you could say, I gotta take a piss, but you're really going out for a quick smoke. Um, because you don't want to go wandering away if something starts to happen. Yeah. But these things can go 20... 24 even longer hours
3: just cut it out at that point just fucking just break out a scalpel here's the weird thing
2: And like people I don't even tell this to the fucking new followers, but I think that the woman gets a look on her face uh, If you're doing natural childbirth That can only be called animalistic. I thought of it this way if you've ever seen a dog get hit by a car and they go into like a trance where they're like doing self healing. Like the woman gets a look on her face that I've never seen any other time than during the actual childbirth. Oh, Jesus. And you start to I mean you almost want a savage drummer in there because it's very <laughs> fucking back to the earth. Um, Dennis in Kansas, Sherman Fez. Yeah. Yeah.
5: It was a horror scene. I
6: watched them both. It was beautiful, but it was still a Total ass
4: mess.
2: Uh, well, t- t- tell me about the horror scene. What happened?
6: Shit, the the center came out and that was nasty. And the child was covered with all kinds of
7: crap.
2: Everything you say is true, but not the way you saying it.
7: <laughs> Dude, I was there. I know what it looked
2: like.
7: <laughs> I believe like you. You're giving a police
2: report. Yeah. Well, I guess. You know what, I mean, I guess I'm even trying to make it sound a little nicer. Because <laughs> when it's your kid, you're not... I mean, he's as grossed out as as he just come walking up on this. Now, here's the weird thing. This doesn't weird women out. It only weirds out men. Like I don't women even women know women. how to... I don't know how to fucking say this. But I I have seen you know people get stabbed before and people get shot before. And I was less weirded out by that than I was by seeing... A child being born. It's I, I its would, freakish when you think of nature itself as freakish.
3: I'd rather see a stabbing, I'll tell you right now, than fucking see someone, a baby pop out of a vagina.
2: Here's what I don't understand. There's one person, huh. and then there's two... oh
3: shit the other one is a person i wasn't even like taking the actual baby as a person into effect i was just like there's like this thing popping out
2: yeah it's not a thing (laughs) popping out though because there's a moment where you feel like you're watching alien or whatever and then it's a human being that you are totally fucking responsible for and the weirdest thing is like you are like fucking so dependent on the people in there with you the midwife or if you use nurses or whatever. But then the second that you have that baby in your arms, and they're like, oh, we want to take the the baby and weigh it, you're like, what? What the fuck are you talking about? <laughs> you look at them like they're fucking idiots that want to slam your fucking kid into the ground. Steal it like gypsies. Yeah, like run out of there like Michael Jackson <laughs> on some kind of a fucking crazy high. <laughs> um, it's uh, James. James, you're on the Run and Face show.
5: Hey, has a C-section. What they do
2: is they take a knife and they cut around the bottom of the
5: stomach, pull the guts out, put it on the bitch. Wait, what? And then they pull yeah. cool the fucking baby out.
2: That when, is disgusting. When everybody says like, "Oh, c is so much better," it's fucking okay. horrifying. A, you are watching your chick get stabbed. B, you hear the cutting. You're in the room and you hear the cutting of muscle tissue. Okay. And then uh. that baby is pulled out. But they have to move, like, body parts? Yes, there's stuff in the there. Fucking body, the baby close to the skin? I don't know. What the the baby is way inside. Now, here's what I don't understand. I don't understand how we now decide that it's, like, a good thing to have a C-section. Oh, yeah. To me, it should be, like, the last possible thing. Cause I don't see it any different than cracking a chest open. Well, they used to. You want to keep it? You want to? You want to do
3: that as a last resort? Well, they used to do it just because they like the vocal cords wrapped around the neck or whatever, right? If like there was I some sort that, of. Dude. Oh Jesus! That was
2: my fucking thing oh, when I was
3: born. Fuck. Um. Well, now they're scheduled. Yeah, they. Yeah, now they're just like
2: we're in a hurry. We need to fill this bed, particularly here in New York, because there's a lot of people. Yeah and they're like, well, you push three times, I don't see the baby, let's just cut you open. And then the women go, okay, but you know, it is kind of a a strange thing that we all agree that that's natural, you know what I mean, like, you know, we weren't doing this in our whole fucking history of humanity, and now they schedule, and I guess once you have it done, you pretty much have to keep having it done after that.
3: Oh, you can't put it out naturally anymore? I,
2: I, I think there's a chance, but it's a long shot. That's weird. Now, I'm speaking as if I know what I'm talking about, but I don't. It's real, really mysterious to me. And I... and. Uh to me when 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 they start talking about what is happening what we're doing it sounds like a Charlie Brown teacher it basically sounds like somebody sitting there with a trumpet uh, 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 and you're just fucking hearing it and you know you're trying to do that thing where you're acting cool yeah but it's the same thing as, you have almost the same feeling when the cops are going through your fucking car oh, God. and you know you got something, you don't want to give it away, Yeah, because yeah, yeah. what you're trying to do is not run <laughs> the whole time. <laughs> it's thing. natural. It's natural. It's nothing in there. You're trying not to climb a fucking tree and get out of there. Um, here's uh, Dan in Florida. You're on a Hey, Fez.
5: Hey, bodies. hey um, my wife shit herself
2: twice during oh. childbirth, and... Um, and uh I was the only one that she would want to wipe her ass for her, so oh. um on two yeah on two different occasions man i didn 't even fucking think twice about it dude she 's like, "Hey, come here, man, I just shit myself, take care of it, take care of it and I did It, it was like in, the, in that situation, man, you don 't even think twice you're like and i've never uh, i'm kind of proud to say it, but i've never wiped a grown woman 's ass before, and it's kind of fucking weird man, but you, just, you did what you had to do, you did like fucking basically. Field medicine, you know, like guys in fucking Vietnam had to stuff their buddy's guts back in their stomach and fucking carry them. Dan, you did the only thing that you could do—you fucking just kept going. Um, Let's go over to John Cleveland. You're on the Running Fast Show.
8: Hey, uh, how you guys doing? Yeah, I'm an episiotomy. My uh, my wife had our first child.
2: You're not even ready for this one, Hicks. What's an episiotomy?
8: And a pediatomy is where they take those big, like uh, EMS scissors, get it all the way down in the bottom of the pussy, and snip almost all the way to the ass. What the fuck? Yeah.
2: Why that, is- that? They do that. Yes, they do that. And then they gotta tighten up. They tighten it back up with uh, a daddy stitch. Yeah, well, they stitch it back up together.
3: So the, but the- f- space between the pussy and the asshole has to fucking heal with stitches.
2: The taint. The technical term is the taint. The taint. Yeah, because the sometimes- amount of
3: blood is. The amount
8: of blood
2: is ridiculous. Yeah, they will just dump Thank blood God. in some of these situations. Like, there is no... I don't know why, like, in a regular movie, they give birth to three-year-olds, and they're, like, a little stuff on there. <laughs> it is a fucking intense deal. Now, I'm going to tell you this. And you're not even going to believe it. Okay. It's also, like, one of the most spiritual places that you'll ever been. If I it sounds like I'm lying, but I swear I saw, like, I swear the film that the room was filled with light. It just felt like it was fucking much brighter. That's now, crazy. maybe that's because I was, like, in the One up movie where I was, like, totally awake, but it <laughs> seemed to me every color was just fucking flashing like everything and was different. everything was, like, really light and then, after the baby was born I felt it all, you know, go back to normal like we're sitting here. I know that sounds fucking insane, I'm not giving you a religious or spiritual explanation for it, I'm just saying, that's the fucking way it can get.
7: But it's such a weird thing to think about, because you have something so delicate, like a newborn, that has to come through in really a violent, natural act of pushing and screaming, it's like, how does the kid survive that happening? That part is, uh, is just amazing.
2: The summations of Mr. Fez Watley is all right there. I, the thing is, this baby's not as delicate as we fucking let on. It's not all that delicate. This kid, and here's the weird thing. You're separating yourself from it like you weren't part of this. You, you did this. You come in to the world. Like a fucking house of fire. Now, not everybody. Some people, like, they push twice. And the kid's there. They He's don't pops. care. It's not a big deal to them. Other people, the woman is pushing for fucking days. Who knows? Um, I don't know why we got into this. Only because of...
3: Fucking Jessica Simpson. Big Jessica Simpson. <sighs> fucking Adam fluid sack attached to her fucking goddamn stomach. Yeah. Duh. Uh, JT, you're on the run
2: of Fish show. Hey uh, Not a father per se, but as a
5: medic for many years, one of the one of the things that you don't really uh, get to grasp is the smells of of childbirth. Uh, especially, God forbid, if the kid is in any sort of distress, it's it's pretty heinous. And uh,
0: and also, if if you don't do an episiotomy, the it'll tear on its own. And if there's a long and right. sound here, it's start popping. Pop, pop.
2: I mean, here's the weird thing. Uh, how long ago was it that a lot of women used to die in childbirth? It used to happen, you know, like in the 1600s, 1700s. Yeah, you know.
8: and, and it's it's still it's still a statistic that's very socioeconomically driven. You know, unfortunately, downtown Brooklyn, midtown Manhattan, uh, it's it the bad areas. You know, the there's definitely high risk for suddenly and it's 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 pretty bad.
2: All right, thanks. Um, Uh, here's Jeff. Jeff, you're on the Manifest Show.
5: It was a, oh, my fucking medic just brought me back to that exact moment. Holy fuck. I remember when my chick was giving birth, episiotomy was a word I had never heard of, <laughs> and when they told me what they were going to do, I just about turned fucking green. But anyways, um, another thing is my old man had, like, I don't know, fucking a whole bag full of kids before me, and, um, He told me that the greatest advice I ever got from that guy was, fucking, you're going to be there, but you stay above the shoulders, son. You have no business down there. You stay high. That's exactly it. He's like, don't bother going down there. Don't look down there. You focus on her face. You do the ice cube shit. Right.
2: See, that's another reason that you want a doula uh, or maybe uh, a midwife. What you really want is women around you. These fucking doctors, right? You will get around these women. You'll, like, fall in love with them. You're mm-hmm. like, oh, God, thank you. All right, we're all in this, right? <laughs> and then a doctor will come in, and he's like, I don't know why, like a foreigner, like a fucking like grasshopper alien. or something. <laughs> you just, like, get the fuck out. And he's just talking stupid guy talk. But when you're around women, like, they got it, you know? They That's their fucking make, world that they're sense. really good at. Yeah. <laughs> Because they get it. They understand where it's coming from. Jesus. Uh, Dan, you're on the run of Fed show.
0: Yeah, dude. I'm trying to eat fucking lunch and, uh, what and do it's you not having? working out. I'm having a ham sandwich.
2: The weirdest thing is that's exactly like the tissue, the vaginal tissue that you're going to be saying. <laughs> <laughs> Here's our buddy Cigars and Scotch.
8: Ron, you're right about the room being lit up extra bright and all the colors. There's a reason. They pull down these halogen lights that are like roadwork lights at night during the delivery and it, it literally is brighter than anything you've ever seen.
2: But. No. No, not where I was at cuz I was like really? in some kind of place where they would I don't I don't know what the fuck you would call, it, but it's something like it's almost like uh, a home delivery, except for you're at the hospital. You know what I mean? Like, they make it... It almost is like you're in a hotel room wow. and not in a hospital room.
8: So, like I've, I've done level one trauma. I've seen everything. I've seen people have their, their chest cracked open, where they're doing CPR. You're watching the lungs expand. They're massaging the heart. There's the liver right out in the open. I was fine with it. It was surreal. Almost like watching a movie. Being in there both times with my wife, I will completely... Openly and honestly say, I took an E, I T-bowed both times because I was going to black out. And I'd like turn my head for a second, take a knee before going back up. And I was like, you know what? I'm going to stick out. Instead of holding a leg, let me go topside. I'm much better that way.
2: Now, here's a man who, (laughs) like he said, he works in hospitals. He knows what trauma is like. And yet, this thing. Comes at you from a whole different way. I mean, you're not obviously. You... I think it's different when it's someone you care
8: about. Cause I, I, we had a guy who tried to commit suicide. He, he put an m 8 in his mouth, blew the whole front of his face off where you could look in. Right. I was totally cool. There's some fucking jackoff stranger. But when it's your wife and she's bleeding and she's. Cr- it, it's totally different.
2: And you are kind of useless. You know what I mean? Like you. They want you there, and you're trying to do your best, like, yeah. Like, you work in a hospital,
8: grab a leg. Yeah. And the other thing is, there's a a CGI aspect to it where it doesn't look real. It's cartoon vagina, because you're looking and going, that's not fucking possible. Right. If I put my entire arm in there, it couldn't do that. I know. Like, what the
2: hell? That's why when guys get fucking caught up on cock size and all that, like, oh, (laughs) this woman likes a big, no. They can push a fucking 10-pound baby through there. (laughs) You don't run into a lot of 10-pound cops. <laughs> and if you do, get the fuck out. With arms. All right, seeing us. But- um,
3: it's crazy talk. It's kind of horrifying.
2: No wonder the situation is in rehab. Maybe yeah. he's the baby that snook. He's the baby daddy that snooky.
3: Oh, shit. I bet he's going to fucking try to say that. That's what he's been saying all season, that he, uh, he was banging her for a while. Or maybe just doing this for attention. Who knows? It does seem like he is the one that needs the most attention. And he will he just makes shit up just to get airtime on the show. Just right, to, he's not as bad as he ever lets on. He injects himself into pretty much any sort of drama he possibly can. I'm
2: going to tell a, a rumor right now about Chris, <laughs> and it's going to blow his mind. What
3: the fuck, Sitch? <laughs> I'm going to get
2: involved in his business. And, like, they'll take a season of saying shit yeah. like that. The only one of those that seems like they fucking enjoy themselves is Paulie.
3: Yeah, Paulie don't give a fuck. He's got a spinoff show coming. He's just partying. I want to give life. that a try, I think. Yeah, I'll give it a shot. I mean, basically, he's just like, he's opening for Britney Spears on a new tour and he's just trying, and doing fucking appearances for cash. It's ridiculous. Uh,
2: I've seen the first three episodes of Magic City. How is I, it? Uh, I like it a lot, man.
3: I fucking, it sounds fucking awesome. Fucking goddamn late 50s Miami. Here's
2: what I'm going to say. When you do the uh, the shorthand, right. it's Mad Men meets Boardwalk Empire.
3: <laughs> then it should be a huge fucking hit. That sounds awesome. Yeah.
2: It's this kind of Miami Art Deco, guys fucking driving cool cars, smoking cigars, listening to Sinatra, and then gangsters are in and out of that flashy fucking
3: lifestyle. That sounds dope as fuck.
2: I'm trying to think. There was some Frank Sinatra movie where he he ran a hotel on either Miami Beach or Fort Lauderdale Beach, and I was thinking about that when I was watching it. I know he sang the Rubber Tree Plant song in it. That's all I fucking know. That's all I basically can remember about it. Hmm. Fezzi, whose birthday is it today?
7: Um, I'm not sure whose
3: birthday it is today. Come on. A hole in the head. Is that the film?
2: That's the name of it? That was one nutty goddamn name. Come on, you gotta remember.
7: It's, uh, March 21st. Is it the Happy Typing Girls birthday?
2: And Irish Alky. Both of them have a birthday That's right. What did you get, uh, Happy Typing Girl? I haven't picked up anything yet. She's
7: on her way here for
2: the party. Awkward. What happened to you? That used to be your thing. You were a birthday guy. Yeah, I have... uh, Not gay enough for you? Is it all about your gay friends now and your gay agenda and, and the friends of Dorothy gay agenda.
3: Daddy Hunt fucking twink. How's fucking
2: that coming bossy? along? How's Daddy Hunt coming along?
3: <sighs> I think it's going all well.
2: A lot of people wrote to me that the mistake that we were making on Daddy Hunt <laughs> is that Fez needs to be taken care of. He's not going to be the responsible one taken care of.
3: Oh, that makes a lot of sense. It is hard
2: to think of you as the caretaker.
3: Oh yeah, very much. So Why don't you I... find an
2: even elderly
3: man? He needs like some sort of like fucking really together twink that like a twink top fucking I don't know. I when don't are you going over to Q? Why do you keep turning them down?
7: I'm gonna go soon. Do you feel like
2: they're gonna be mean to you? Are you worried about that?
7: Yeah, I'm. I'm definitely worried about that. Like it's you know we've you know like I'm gonna. We've get got enough gays.
2: <laughs> we've got enough
7: gays. More got plenty enough. here. Like we, you know we're mm-hmm. all out and we've been fine with it. What's the big deal? Why did you take so long? What's but your problem? F- fuck that shit. You are. Are you ashamed of yourself? Where you- did the shame come from? I'm
2: starting to fucking agree with them. What the fuck? The Alcures are right.
3: Come on.
2: They're going to beat the shit out of you, Fez. They're going to drag you from... You know what they're going to call you? What? False gay. You think they're going to judge you because you haven't had a partner yet?
7: Yeah, I think that. That'll be part of it as well.
3: You know what I think? What's that? I think it'll be a very nice deal. They're going to love it. They're probably all on Daddy Hunt too. They're already there. Yeah, they're like, yeah, let's give it to Daddy everyone. Hunt. Go, go, Daddy go, Daddy Hunt.
1: That'll
7: be a weird segment. Oh, that's fucking that's Well, why normal. did you
2: say what you're getting, HTJ.
7: Um, I was going to get, uh, her some, uh, the next set of finishing salts. Come on. From Jim. the, from the salt store here's that one, I know of.
2: Here's one of the things that you gotta stop doing. Bad salts are drugs. He's fucking, he repeats. That's one of the things there's another set. So you should have got them last time. You know what I mean? Your thing is you, you do something and if it works, like. The fact that he gets you a breakfast, mm-hmm. and you said yum means that he brings you a breakfast tomorrow, <laughs> breakfast tomorrow, <laughs> breakfast tomorrow. You're a creative guy, but you fight off your creativity. Look at the bath salts.
3: People are snorting them. God, Fez. What kind of gift is this? You'd like it. <sighs> I don't know. I, saw now, a... I do have to tell you this.
2: Maybe. She got the other salts. She so oh, got okay. them herself, because I remember her saying... Can you believe Fez didn't even get me all the salts of the set? Oh. So she went out and got the other ones.
3: She had to complete her own set. What are you getting her? Uh, now I'm not sure.
2: You gotta stop repeating, dude. That's what's gonna get you in trouble with the al girls.
3: Yeah, they're gonna get fucking pissed. And they're already out on the fucking hunt for some to the fucking... I
2: didn't know.
3: Yeah, they're always... They, they, don't, they don't even need a reason, actually. They walk around these holes like maniacs Mm.
7: have you been hit upon
3: Mm
2: -hmm. i just see it go down Mm -hmm. you know what the guy at the salt place said to her too when she went there no what oh so you got our starter set let's get you into the real stuff you need to do something that's going to blow everybody away yeah Let's all get blown away. You know what? Seriously. You gotta move above this kind of humor. You're too fucking funny for it. You lean on it. You lean on it, and you're never gonna find yourself on The Tonight Show. Because you work too dirty. You're never gonna go on with Carson. He won't put up with that.
3: Fuck, I really wanted that fucking spot.
2: What'd you decide,
7: Fuzzy? I haven't figured out anything on, yet. That was my well, big idea.
2: Your idea should not be the same thing as last year.
7: No, it would be different.
2: It's the same thing. That's like if I gave you a pen, then next year I'm going, here's my idea, a different pen. You're like, ah damn, dude, you're giving me a lot of fucking pens. I'm writing stuff. I need another one. You gotta fucking just blow everybody's mind with this one. Yeah. Just a fucking mind blower. Yeah. Mind fuck 2012. What do you got? Nothing. Come on, Fezzy.
3: Let's do it.
2: You know what? That's the other thing that makes me wonder if he's gay. Because those gay guys, they normally go around being shoppers for people, like professional shoppers. Yeah,
3: they love shopping. They can't get enough of it.
2: And this guy, his same advice, if he was a professional shopper, more salts like last year.
3: Well, like a 3D television. (laughs) 3D 3D flat screen. Mind blower. 3D flat screen.
2: Uh, She is not ready for that.
3: Giant fucking box. Sometimes I think that you're gay. No, I'm very straight.
2: Mm-hmm. Uh, Andrew, you're on the Run of Fez show.
8: Hey, Ronnie B. I, I have a suggestion
5: for HGG's birthday. Right now at the supermarket, they have that end cap with the dishes, and, you know, they have a different one on sale every week. Fez, you could work on that. Oh. Got a whole, by the end, you got a whole set.
2: Oh, God. Fez, yeah, that's what it, people are thinking of you. By the way, you're not going to believe this. What happened? During the middle of all this talk... I just got the worst picture, no demand. Uh, I you don't want to see it.
3: Right.
2: <sighs> you don't want to see it.
3: Oh, I don't know. Worst picture ever. It's Billy
2: restapled. Oh. And it is disgusting.
3: All right, I'll tell.
2: Come on over right, and I'll see it. right,
3: I'll take a
2: look. Come on over and see it. Oh, Is God. that fucking horrendous? It's huge.
3: It's horrifying. <laughs>
2: It's the worst thing I've ever seen in my life. That scar, it's horrendous. It looks like it goes from his fucking, his crotch to
3: his throat. It's like he got fucking eviscerated or some shit.
2: What'd you come up with,
7: Fez? Uh, still thinking. Come on, dude. What about you an get- iPad?
2: Hmm. I don't know whether she's an Apple person, but I like the thought there. That's big.
3: That's pretty dope.
2: It's extravagant, though
3: iPad three just came out too.
2: I think of the shitty stuff you get me for Christmas, and my birthday. iPad three.
3: Yeah, it just came out.
2: Get three iPads
3: then. Yeah, get three iPads. One
2: for fucking uh, Chris and one for me, and that way we can be like iPad buddies. Oh, that would be great,
3: iPad friends.
2: Hi, iPad.
3: (laughs) What's up? Hi, hey, (laughs) Ron's (laughs) iPad. hi chris's ipad can't you click, just text each other and click, do click. that no but that we gotta be out- in the fucking ipad thing. this is the fucking blackberry i don't need touch screen this piece of shit
2: easy easy dude i'm
3: just saying it's you different. got the fucking ipad <laughs>
2: we're starting a club <laughs> hey buddy don't get so upset uh, you got your new ipad that's
3: true i guess yeah, yeah i'm typing with my fingers but here's there's no keys.
2: Exist. either some salt or an ipad he has no idea what the fucking... <laughs> the, what about an underwater submarine? Shit. They, I was reading that that's like the new yacht. That rich people get themselves these little submarines rather than
3: fucking yachts. I'd rather have a yacht. I don't want to be underwater. Because yeah, what if the fucking pressure gets too far?
2: and you're down there with a bunch of fucking idiot rich people. I'm like, take this thing up. I can't breathe.
3: Well, that's what Cameron did. Now Cameron, fuck, he started with just just the fucking summary. Now he's making that fucking movie about going to the bottom. Yeah, of the he's always Earth. down
2: there, man. Well, he went. He used to go down with the Titanic. Oh, yeah, that's how yeah, far back he that. was. Like those little one person things, and he was like,
3: "Yep, that's the Titanic." A I'm like, shot. "Yeah, you should do what I do. Just watch the movie." Where's that giant diamond? Tom, you're on the Run Face Show. Yeah, Fez is gonna go for that dish a week. Uh, the supermarket also has Morton salt on sale this week.
2: Let's see, don't do that. Look, Fez doesn't know whether he's fucking getting her uh a package of big red chewing gum or Lamborghini. Either one. <laughs> doesn't matter to him. Um,
3: look at that. Look at that iPad. It's fucking great looking.
2: When are they when are the three iPads being delivered? Oh, Please. I'm going to go fucking crazy.
3: Please. Come on. Angry Birds on a big-ass screen or whatever. Today's your birthday, too, right? Yeah, it's my birthday. Fuck yeah.
2: And it's not my birthday, but I know you were going to get Alki a uh, present, so, so to this, I'll take his iPad. Yeah. Uh, look who it is. It's Blowhard.
4: A very disturbing spy report. Oh,
3: disturbing.
4: Spy report.
3: Disturbing. <laughs> spy report.
4: There are reports that the New York Jets are interested in picking up Tim Tebow.
2: I heard it's down to two teams now, them or Jacksonville.
4: Can yeah. you, I mean, Jacksonville makes too much sense. Uh, to have him on the Jets, it, it's just going to be such a clusterfuck.
2: I think it would be great, two quarterbacks that can't throw. Perfect. Fascinating.
4: Now, come on, the franchise isn't that bad, the, yes, is. He's, uh, the franchise.
2: The franchises in Denver heading here right mm-hmm. now to talk. <laughs> Let me tell you something. They could, I don't, I could see this working for the Jets. And if I was Tebow, I would have definitely won it, because he's always got Jacksonville. They'll, he's yeah. going to retire in Jacksonville. He,
4: eventually he will, but I think if he's not going to be welcomed in New York with all the anti-religious and well, all the... love
3: There's a lot of churches around here. They're going to yeah, love Tebow here.
4: I think the owner of the Jets, Woody Johnson, is starstruck. He's obsessed with star power. They want to bring him in to sell jerseys and to promote the team, but he's not going to help them win. This team, I think he will. No, they need a running back. No, we, not him. And his whole well, life is out there. He's not going to be a Mike Allstott type of guy because he's, not, he's been a quarterback his whole life. He's going to get creamed.
3: He's a fucking running back, though. He knows what he's doing. Yeah, the guy can run.
4: Now, the only reason this has any credence is because the Jets hired Tony Sperano, the former Dolphin master of the ridiculous uh, offenses that, you know, well,
2: just to ridiculous- I'm loving the idea, Blowhard. I agree with you. I, I hey,
4: don't know. Hey, I, I'm,
2: I'm we're specific- going to be... Uh, I, here's, here's what I want to call him. Tebow Way Joe Namath. No, oh, I can't. Don't even can't mention the two yet. in the same sentence. Well, they Jeez. both would be playing for the same team, quarterback in the same team. Who is that? Laura. Tell Laura I love her. Right.
7: Tebow would totally win the starting job.
4: I don't think so.
2: I don't think he has to win the starting job. They do one of those Wildcats him. They're just going to be running the, they they run the Wildcat,
4: and they put, and they, and they put uh, Sanchez out into the flat, and he gets creamed. Perfect. He, gets, he just gets demolished every time. and. I just can't see it. And this Jet team, I don't understand. They go to the AFC Championship two years in a row, and then they just dismantle the team with horrible moves. He belongs in Jacksonville. The stadium there is. They can't sell tickets, they can't give tickets away. Just put him in Jacksonville and leak. get, get him the hell out of New York. Jesus.
2: I don't well, know, Blowhard. I think. New York. You know what? I mean, you got the secondary team in New York. The team that never wins, the Mets of football. <laughs> this is a chance for people to go, wait, there are two teams here. Fine, it's wow. not just the championship giants. But well, New, New York, York
4: is ball. full of heathens. Then I could, uh, then I could embrace this.
2: No, game. there's more churches in New York than any other city in the world.
4: He would and be fine,
7: although school. it would be really interesting like if he just all of a sudden got caught up in the New York City nightlife and just went to the dark side.
2: I love the <laughs> nightlife. <laughs> I love the ball game. This- my name four, is Tebow. Yeah.
4: See Tebow down in a gay sports bar hanging out. Oh, <laughs> shit. He <laughs> would be so yeah. welcome. Yeah. And I bet he'll talk to the bartender, too. Oh,
2: shit. shit. No game.
4: I'm sorry, Fizzy. I just want an iPad, too, and I'm not going to get one. You get one, buddy. You need a foot Everybody pad. gets Uh-oh. an iPad. Woo! But- What's that? I said he needs a foot pad. You know I probably need nice. more than that. I, I think I'm probably settled for an Etch-A-Sketch at this point. Oh, oh, God. But Jesus Christ, don't bring this guy to New York. Please, please help us. He's here already. Thank God the Yankees are coming to town. Thank God, because this Jet team is just going to break our hearts again.
2: I don't know. I'm telling you, I love what you're doing here. I love
4: come what you're
2: saying. Uh, and we'll talk to you soon, Blowhard. All right, it is the Ron Fez Show. I got this email. Fez seems to have a lot of prejudice against gay people, whether it's against thinking he's going to get killed if he goes on a date or that the Al Q guys are going to be mean to him. He seems more against gay people than crazy Bible preachers. I'm, I'm going to stick up for Fez here and say I just think that he's scared right now. He's. The new kid in, in school. It's yeah, the yeah. first day of school. Yep. First and day of gay school. Imagine, yeah, it is it is like first day of gay school. And all the other students have such big, thick cocks that they and, know what to do with and them. And they're all just fucking and each other. And Fez hasn't used his button cock yet. It's still under plastic. Oh. I don't think you hate Fuzzy, but you are nervous, and that's... Yeah, I think I just, it's okay to be... Afraid, and you also have a tendency to picture the worst possible thing happening.
7: Well, that, that's true. And, you know, the times that I have approached people out in gay bars and gay scenes, I haven't felt all that welcome. So I'm just, yeah, like you said, I'm just a little nervous. Here's, that what, here's what you want to hear. I'm...
2: Here, I don't know what you're going to Welcome. Mm-hmm. Why don't you, um... I think the fact that everybody knows that you're totally clean, it's gonna be fucking fantastic. Yeah,
3: they're gonna like that a lot. Yeah. It's like Untouched. We can, we can do whatever we want to that and nothing bad'll happen to
2: us. <laughs> um Liz, you're on the run and face show. Hey. Yes, Liz in Chicago. Oh, I'm
9: sorry. I didn't I didn't know they were talking to me. I I just wanna say hi to Chris first. I love you, Chris. Hi. But I have a really good idea. For says for HPG's birthday. Oh, great! Um, What's that? If you if you've heard of those um, Pandora bracelets at the Pandora store, and you like buy little charms to go on them, and you can really express like how you feel about the person by what type of charm you give them.
2: Yeah, like we were all in sixth grade.
9: <laughs> no, it's really popular with adult women right now, and people like all different types of women just seem to freaking love them.
2: I can't imagine. I
7: haven't heard of this at all or heard of a w- any woman saying, have you seen my Pandora bracelet? It look- oh, geez, I'm so excited about every-
9: it. I'm in, the- I'm, in my- I'm in my 30s, and I know women of all different generations who have these everywhere. Love I'm going to tell, you-
2: tell you why she doesn't want one is because she's building a house of cards against her brothers. Uh, One of them is going to get a sewing machine, or the other one is going to get a rowboat. And if she knocks that over, (laughs) she'll be mad at you, Fez.
9: (laughs) Oh, a rowboat, that's a nifty idea, or a kayak.
7: I'll look at the Pandora bracelets, but... I don't know. It sounds like I should be just like knitting one of those friendship bracelets
2: together. See, this is the thing: oh, you lack I'm the so confidence so to be a gay shopper. Gay shoppers are always really sure.
3: It's like, and then they'll
2: uh, if, it'll give you shit, and they'll tell you that it's great.
3: If you, yeah, if you think like it's this, I don't think this works. What are you talking about? What you're the one who's crazy. Come on, it's me. Any gift,
9: any gift from the heart that you give her, I think she would appreciate.
7: What if
2: his heart is filled with stents?
7: I could do a stent bracelet.
2: Oh, oh, no, don't take those out. You got to keep those. <sighs> All right. Talk to you Bye. later, Liz. Bye-bye. Bye. Aziz, I'm sorry, uh, is doing the Lully CK bit where yeah. he's selling this thing for five bucks.
3: Same exact thing. Go to my website, five bucks, you get my comedy special. Guy from i'm this. sorry <laughs> so
2: sorry <laughs> you think he's funny hicks and uh and z's yeah he's yeah, funny. He's a funny guy yeah i like z's i like him he said goes out there and says funny stuff <laughs> yeah Um plus like us he loves the hip-hop oh he
3: can't get enough hip-hop
2: my favorite person in hip-hop right now Katy perry R- really yeah
3: for ninjas in paris Ends in Paris. I don't know what to say. I'm sure you don't. <laughs> Speaking of which,
2: I don't know whether you are familiar, and this is up on the iBank too, uh, with the woman that was doing the anti Obama thing that said, um, I think it said, don't renege uh, in 2012. That's it, yeah. Um, she explained that no, that doesn't mean the N-word. Oh, okay. Don't confuse yourself.
3: So she's saying these people are just fucking putting their own racism into her bumper stick. Yeah,
2: she says that that word just means um, low down, lazy, sorry, low down person. Uh That's what the N-word means. So she's just saying, Do not read low down lazy sorry low down person. Alright, don't read 2012. Don't do that.
3: I don't know. See it's that easy. I guess. I'm sure she's selling a lot of bumper stickers. So the I don't know why black people get
2: offended by that word when it never meant that to begin with.
3: Alright, so you're saying that they've had it wrong the entire time? They've
2: been fucking confused in slavery. I just found this out yesterday.
3: Fuck Paul Smith, thank you. So it's like And she
2: said she thought people she thought it was cute and people would think that it was funny.
3: Oh. Maybe Jay Z should rename it to in Paris. He would
2: have that wrong then. Okay. He's getting it the wrong way. Alright. Oh, uh, that's up on the I Bank. Um, let's see what people have to say about it. White people are so scared of black people. Um, Anthony bought a case of these. I thought this was another Coney ad. Her Come second on. choice was the Jig is Up. Ugh. I don't like any kind of racist humor at all. <laughs> See,
7: maybe it was uh, misinterpreted because she put a hyphen in there that doesn't belong and separated the two parts of the word.
2: Not surprised to see you fucking protecting the southern racist people. Knowing the way you you grew up.
3: What else is new?
2: Your mom coming up today?
7: Yeah, yeah, she's coming up uh, this afternoon. Good. I want to have a talk with her. About what?
2: Her son. And some of the things he's... Oh, yeah. Plan on doing.
7: (laughs) You don't need to discuss that with her.
1: Uh, 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 uh.
2: (laughs) (laughs) How about uh, I'll go like this to her. This uh, boy of yours is a real pain in the ass, eh? Uh Uh-huh. Yeah, 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 yeah. Uh, what do you plan on doing with her?
7: Uh, we've got... Floor
2: shows? (laughs)
7: Uh, basically, we, uh, have tickets to see, uh, her favorite group, the Salvation Army Staff Band.
2: Wow. What?
7: So I'll be taking her to see that. Where are they playing? Carnegie Hall.
2: Bum, Is that why she's coming up for that show?
7: Yeah. Wow. How long yeah. is she
2: staying? She is staying just,
7: she's staying, like, uh, just about a week. Yeah, she's staying a week. What am this I saying? Is the
2: first time she's been up since your... That passed away?
7: She, uh, she's she been up once before, but uh, that's when everyone came with her. Now she's coming by herself. Oh.
2: What the fuck? Oh. She's traveling by you? herself. Oh. How you describe that. Perfect time for her to bring the umbrella, huh?
7: Oh, yeah. I got to let her know that. Oh,
2: God. Why does he say, oh, yeah, like it hasn't been top of mind? So you never once brought it up to her, then?
7: I brought it up before, but I haven't uh, for this trip.
2: Luckily Pit Doc gave me a beautiful umbrella. I'm safeguarding that for you. Um, so what else you plan on doing with her? She wants to see
7: Huckabee, a Huckabee taping. She
2: did that last time.
7: She really, really loves Governor Huckabee. I think there's She's some, taking him some salt. I think there's some sort of crush
3: there. Hey Huck, let's do some Rails of Bad Salt.
2: <laughs> hey Huck, say some anti gay stuff in front of my son. <laughs>
3: Good one, Huck. Could you
2: talk some sense is, into him? Is not anti gay?
7: Oh yeah. then you gotta sit there with that? Well he's anti gay marriage anyway. He's what, well, well that's he's, what
2: you consider anti gay, right?
7: Yeah, because he's one of those people that says, I don't hate gay people, I just don't want them ever to be able to get married.
2: Or live like other human <laughs> beings.
7: <laughs> or touch each other.
2: They should live underground. <laughs> so, <laughs> close <laughs> as close to hell as they possibly can get. So they're So that trip. So you feel like you are doing something kind of against your new lifestyle and because it's for your mom.
7: Yes, yes. I'm trying to give her a nice trip here.
2: Shocked that you're a mama's boy. Through all those years of I know. He used to bitch up a storm about her. And now it's like I'm taking mama to go see the the band and hook. What else you got? What else you got planned? You guys burning books, or what else you doing? <laughs> that's uh, that's the big stuff on the
7: itinerary right now.
2: Wow, a week, just the two of you, huh? Yeah. Oh, that gets a little rough, huh?
7: hmm My what sister you... was supposed to come with her, but, you know... Oh, and... oh yeah! Travel
3: with Swim her! Zest.
7: But that <laughs> didn't work out, so now Mother's traveling alone. Jeff, you're on the run of Fez show.
5: Hey, Fez. Yes. Hey, uh, don't. are uh, you going to have your mom sleep on a cot?
7: Oh, I always assume now when I get guests, I'm going to lose another one here. I just uh, it, figure it's going to happen.
5: All uh, right, be careful, man.
7: Thanks. explain
2: you. if there's any new listeners, and why would there be? Uh, Fez's dad died the last time he came up to see Fez. Fez, I guess you had left a window open or something. It's draft, something man. awful happened. Those drafts something are terrible. happened, yes, Those but, drafts are terrible. But it wasn't from a drafty apartment. Dude, I know what you're going through. You lost uh, a father that weekend, but you gotta remember, I lost an umbrella. A cherished umbrella. I don't think you're ever going to see that umbrella again. Under my, my umbrella, Ella, Ella. Umbrella. Jeez, it's gonna be weird for you. Anything happen on Broadway? You can take her to.
7: I could probably look for something. You know, I've. It really has to be like a country theme. I took her to Oklahoma before.
2: The state. That's nice. Why don't you take her when you do Alkiel and explain your story? <laughs> And then she can see what a real radio show is like. And see that her son's just like Huckabee.
3: Let's see. You take her to Rock of Ages. She would fucking love that. She loves 80s rock. She actually
7: didn't care for Oklahoma very much. Why not? Uh, There was people of a certain color in the cast. And she complained quite loudly that they didn't have those kind of cowboys back then. They did. There were black cowboys.
2: It's really
3: true. There were.
2: If you want, I could give her a couple fucking history books and you could teach her a lesson instead of yelling in her ignorance. Why
3: don't you take her to see Warhorse?
7: She might like Warhorse. I took her to see cats and she thought they were real.
3: Jesus Christ, superstar. That's religious.
2: I always had a feeling that Fez and his mom were going to end up living together, just the two of them anyway. Don't let that happen. Then he could blame all of his problems on her, like, you know, I'd have a fine man if it wasn't for you. <laughs> Look at me, you know exactly what I am. He's
3: like a southern bell.
2: Yes, is. That's how he talks when he's with his mom. Todd, you're on the Run Fez show.
5: Hey, boys. Hey, Spenzie, why don't you go down that, uh, with that East Village? I
0: don't know, New York, but, uh, sure. a couple of other boys and, uh, yeah, a couple of other boys and take your mom on a double date.
2: Um, is your mom dating yet? No, she's not. No. Might have somebody perfect for her.
7: She mentioned it, though, which I found odd just coming from her.
2: What did she say? I gotta get back out there. I
7: got get in. <laughs> <laughs> She basically said, you know what? I don't feel like, and no one had asked her about it. She goes, I don't feel like I'm ready to start dating again yet.
3: Oh, man. I mean, it's down the she's, road. She's closer to
2: you, though. She's
3: oh, looking like yeah. more than
2: you are. She's, yeah. She's what are you thinking about it. She's, out, she's looking. Uh, Chris, you're on the Run of Fest show. Uh yeah, busy. Maybe you or your mom can uh, travel around the city looking for change. She still do that, Fez? Uh yeah. Yeah,
7: she still picks up loose change that she sees on the street, thinking that it's sent for my father.
2: Let me know, and I'll fucking stand on your building and just drop some down on the street when you guys are welcome by. Oh that God. would keep
7: her occupied for <laughs> a really long time. <laughs> your
2: father loves me so much, Like He's dropping all these coins. That quarter
7: hit me in the ear.
2: You know what? Why don't you bring her in so she can see the new iPads that me, Chris, and HTG have.
3: Oh, please, come on. Oh, when are they going to get here?
2: If you want to, just get one from me and H
3: D J. I wait. Well, as long as it's still coming. Oh, This fucking iPad just jizzing everywhere. Oh,
2: God. <laughs> Dave, you're on the Run of Fez show.
5: Ew. Uh, I watch a lot of uh, History Channel, and uh, one out of every four cowboys
10: was black. Fezzy, you and your mom are fucking ignorant, bro.
2: It is true. Awful. I know. I, I had always heard that there were a lot of black cowboys. I didn't know that it was 25%, but you had the right to point that out to her. You shouldn't let her go around like that all these years. Yeah. Uh, Vinny, you're on the Run and Fez show.
10: Yeah, the, the Rock of Ages show was uh, actually pretty good. I've seen it three times.
6: I took my parents to go see it. I took my ex-girlfriend to go see it. it it's it's a really good show. I went with my friends to go see it. Yeah. They, they, she, would, she would have a really
10: good time at that.
2: Why? Because it's fucking karaoke with 80s songs?
10: No, because you get, you get drunk and you just sit there <laughs> and you watch stupid people try and act. Yeah. The guy from American Idol was, was was the main character. I just sat there and I laughed my ass off.
2: What? Yeah, sure you did. You hated it yeah. so much you saw it three times. Right, and paying fucking Broadway prices. You are over there, Rack of Ages! Uh, go over to... Um, the Huffington Post and see what they say about KISS and uh, Motley Crue today. There is a big attack that they're putting on KISS and Motley Crue.
3: Jesus. I hope fucking I doesn't see this.
2: That's the bank. Go to Huffington Post. Entertainment. Oh, shit. Desperate for attention. Oh, shit. Hard rock has-beens cheap shot at Rihanna.
3: This is right at the top of (laughs) big-ass letters. What the fuck? They fucking
2: hate Kiss and Motley Crue. Uh. Because they said at least we're playing real music... Not like karaoke, like fucking Rihanna does.
3: Yeah, we're sick and tired of girls getting up there with dancers and karaoke takes back of them. No fake bullshit. Leave that to Rihanna, Shmiana, and anyone else who lends their name with an A. <laughs> what the <laughs> fuck? <sighs>
2: um, Mike, you're on the run Fez show.
0: Fezzy, please. It would be show of the year if you brought your mom in and she can grab third mic.
2: You want to do that, Fez? No. Let her have her talk to your listeners. I can ask her if she's interested. Let's wake her up. Come on. She needs to know what's going on with that son of hers.
3: It could be a dance party.
2: He's getting his freak on. She should know. Uh, Jason wrote this, and Fez does so much better when Zito isn't around. Button in every second. You feel better without Zeetz?
7: Oh, yeah. Who doesn't?
2: Me. Chris. Yeah, I feel shitty. I think Paulo's gone on today, right? Yes. What time? About a half hour. Rustin also wants to uh, do a break with us about South By.
3: Okay. I'll get in touch with him.
2: And he also says he misses us very, very much.
3: Oh, very much. Russ was great. But he was great. He drove me on all around fucking Austin. It was fantastic.
2: He says he misses you so much. Okay. All right. He said South By missed you. I miss South By. And you and him did a couple of things he couldn't <laughs> fucking believe. <laughs> I don't
3: know about all that. It's a good time.
2: Uh, here's what I'm going to do. I'm going to send you the stuff. And you have him, you know, send some of the songs on. We'll have it up on the iBang when he calls. Okay. Unless. You know what? I'll just iPad you. Oh, what? When are our iPads getting him fixed? Yeah, that's good Your first. mom bringing them? Wish you get them cheaper in Florida? No, I'll have to
7: run past the Apple store, I guess.
2: Bobby in Texas.
5: Oh, yeah. Ronnie B. Yeah. Hey, uh, one of the most famous black cowboys out here in Texas was, uh, Leroy Rogers. And, uh, you're a racist, sir.
2: It, you're a I racist.
5: Got, I got a gift for, uh, HTG. I got some little miniature Shetland ponies out here, and I ain't got no grass. I'm fixing to kill them. So if he wants to give one of them ponies to her, he can have it.
2: You got a little Shetland pony?
5: I got about 20 of them.
2: How big do they get?
5: Oh, about hell up. Just a little above the waist. Above your waist, you know. I've
2: always boy. been thinking about putting Fez in the pony business, up in Central Park, and just having him, you know, giving little kids rides and shit. And Not little kids and midgets—the only people that we would let on—and the occasional big person because it make them funny. You, I think, if I fucking caught a roundhouse on a fucking Shetland pony, I would kill it.
3: Just snap its fucking neck. Yeah.
2: Or maybe his even brain. crush its
3: skull. Okay. Oh yeah! Look at how tiny this thing is. It's like a fucking stuffed animal. Destroy it. Uh, stupid ponies.
7: And it looks like it has a normal-sized horse's head.
2: I guess they're like dwarfs. It's like dwarfism. Paul, manifest. Paul. Hey, exactly. Fancy. Yes.
5: I was
3: gonna ask, are you gonna show your mom how your cat says cookie? Jeez. Get off the guy's fucking dick. Get off his dick and ball sack. Come on, you guys just riding that cock. Fucking just jump off it. Fucking shit.
2: Fez, when are you gonna stand up for yourself? When are you gonna fucking, as they say, roll a pair? Yeah. I was just iPad and fucking Hicks this in my mind.
3: I'm on my mind iPad, just got that.
2: I got my mind on my iPad, my iPad on my mind.
3: Got an update for the kids.
2: Maybe I'll get my Facebook started.
3: On your iPad?
2: Yeah. Oh, okay, cool. If anybody wants to friend me. <laughs> Is that what you say, friend me?
3: Yeah, friend me. Friend me. Come on, where my friend at.
2: <laughs> you know what? Bad day for me today, iPad. <laughs> Dear iPad. <laughs> Can you believe how early spring came? Felt like we didn't even have a winter.
3: Wow, this is some fucking iPad shit right here. Found
2: some pictures of myself from third grade. Cringe. Holy Go shit. ahead, start your comments. You sure you're
3: not on Facebook already? <laughs> it's fucking 95% of that shit.
2: Dear iPad, don't uh. anyone talk to Fred anymore. He's been a dick. He's
3: a real fucking asshole.
2: Believe me, you may think you know him, but you don't. He's a user.
3: I'm going to reply to this.
2: Don't reply unless you're on my side.
3: (laughs) Yeah, Fred sucks. I hate him forever. Finally, someone said something on their iPad.
2: I'm sorry, Chris. We're friends again. So you're the dick for attacking my friend. Oh, shit. (laughs) Oh, shit. just oh shit
3: oh shit i can't win for losing i should really pay more attention to who's friends with who hey fez's mom is it weird to have a
2: gay for a son p.s your son's gay
3: why'd you hate oklahoma so much don't you know there were black cowboys here's a picture i'll link you
2: Emmett Smith is a great fucking black cowboy, but you wouldn't know that because you're too busy listening to the fucking band. What kind of band were they? Salvation Army band. Salvation Army band. Where's your hood, lady? Every fucking band she likes is sitting there with a tin cup hoping for a fucking dollar.
7: Most people in the band just play that bell.
2: I love that bell. Now they fucking karaoke, you know. They're not even fucking ringing the bell. They karaoke and do dances. I have to walk past them every day during Christmas season. And they'll let you wear the hat if you give them some money. And you'll get your picture taken in it. I guess that's cool. I'm looking up there. Keep updating on that fucking kid that was killed by the watch captain.
3: Yeah, this whole thing. This thing's blowing up. It's gigantic. gotten
2: gigantic. It's it's the new Coney 12.
3: Yeah. It's fucking Coney Guy picked, I guess, a good time to have a freak out because everyone's paying attention to this instead of Coney. We didn't craziness. even
2: know who he was before. And, like, we know that guy's a dick. We already got it. The fucking
3: CIA agrees with you. There you go. Yeah, and he's not even in Uganda anymore. Come on, man. That guy, very effeminate, that guy. I had no idea. Who's that? The Russell, radical Russell James, James Russell. By effeminate, you mean gay. He is... <laughs>
2: Fez, you consider yourself effeminate?
7: Oh, I think so. I think I have an effeminate voice. I think I... What else? um, Because
2: you kind of remind me of a sloppy guy.
7: Yeah. You're kind of like burly more than (laughs) effeminate. Yeah. I think I have like an effeminate walk and run.
2: I never saw you walk, and I'm afraid to see you run because your heart might fucking explode. Mm -hmm. I think your walk is just the opposite. You're a lumberer. Oh, really? Yeah. We're always going, there's the press, Fez, because you have that thing that you do where your head drops between your head, between your fucking nipples somewhere and you just oh. all fucking hung down about yourself? Oh, boy. Oh, by the way, your hero, Eddie Izzard, your straight hero, mm-hmm. is gonna star in the Monsters reboot. Oh, no. That is up on the... Uh on the iBank today, I don't know why they think they do need another uh, Monsters. Why anyone thinks that the world's been waiting for this?
3: That's like a fan. Oh, because people love vampires, and the wife was a vampire, right? Kinda. Like I mean,
2: yeah. I don't. I mean, she never bit anybody,
3: right?
2: And Eddie Izzard is going to play Grandpa. What? Let's see what some of the people writing on the the thing. So, dressing like a woman makes you a monster now. That's kind of true.
3: Yeah.
2: They could get Peyton to play Herman if his Denver gig doesn't work out. Bring back the riches. I love Eddie Izzard, but no fucking way this doesn't stink on ice. Can't believe anyone picked Hick. It's really weird. Fez can play spot instead of fire breathing. He can just say cookie, cookie. Boy, no one will drop that one, huh, fez No, never. This one says, I miss Grandpa Al Lewis. He was the best, really. I love Grandpa Al Lewis because he went around and kept calling himself Grandpa even after the show was over for 30 years. It's good shit.
7: Well, I'll check out this Eddie Izzard monsters now. I probably wouldn't have looked at the show
2: before I had this news. Before you start using him as your style guy?
7: Yeah, this uh, this ma- this at least makes a uh, a remake of the monsters interesting.
2: Uh, I I want to go to this thing that's up on the. Uh on the bang today. It's uh, the guy who they claim can fly like a bird. Uh, we got this from Fred. He sent it to both me and Fez. Separately, Fez and I both sent fake to him. It's bullshit. <laughs> right? Well, no, I sent it back, and then you agreed, right? Yeah. That's how we went down. Which is unlike us. Normally, if I go right, Fez goes left, and he always yells out, let's do this. Let's do it. You know? Yeah. Uh, but after we both called it fake, it's showing up on all the text sites as being real. So have you seen this yet, Chris? No. Tell me, and I'm not gonna say another word, okay. is this real or fake? Right, the see. birdman is up on the I bank today. Giant wings. He's flapping his giant wings. And there's a different angle of the camera. No, 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 no. And he's oh, taking shit. off from the ground. What? And there's his wings flapping in
3: the air. Holy shit. Bullshit. I don't know. I think this could be real. He's not that far off the ground. He's like, what, 20 feet, 30 feet off the ground? No, that's more
2: than that. He's got to be 50, no, he's, 60, he's, 70 he's, feet up. Yeah, <laughs> Yeah, here he's landing. Bullshit. Ah. I just don't believe it. I don't believe that you could create something that flaps wings and you take off.
3: And maybe you caught a fucking great gust of wind.
2: That isn't the point of it. The point is he's taking off. Who do we got for
3: interns today? We have Hans Bananas uh-huh. and D the P, Daddy Don, Don of all pearls, Perlman. All right, send them both in. Both of you get the fuck in here. Don't be like that. Why
2: can't you be friendly with them? They're great kids. It took them forever to get here, though. I know. And that's a fucking... That's a sign of you. Now, both these kids are college kids. Both of them... You're taking courses in aerodynamics, right? Aerodynamics. Both you guys? Yeah, yeah of course. The two of us. By the way, congratulations, Hans. How did you do down there? Oh, we actually won the tournament. Frisbee champions. Sp- <laughs> <Thank> you. <laughs> By the way, did you meet Big J yesterday, the comedian? Yeah, yeah, really nice guy. Uh, did you tell him you were a comic? Yeah, yeah, we talked. Uh, the feedback that I got for him being on the show yesterday was crazy. So many people wrote in to said that they really enjoyed him he's on the really show. He a
11: really nice guy, really funny guy, yeah.
2: You should be saying, I'm going to fucking hook on to your thing, you know what I mean? Yeah. I want to hook yeah. on your shit. On, you need yeah. an opener. <laughs> <laughs> um, Hans, congratulations. We did get pictures of you. Down there. Uh, people were crazy about you in Savannah. I heard you got a lot of tail. You did very well with the ladies. Pounded it. Now, both of you guys, as people that sit and study physics and you study aerodynamics, tell me if this could actually happen. Can a person create their own wings? Now, you see him running, and he, there's something in this that makes the wings flap.
3: Yeah, he has, like, levers on his hands to just flap the wings.
2: Oh, yeah, I've seen this plenty of times. But it's, it's what? Tripping? <laughs> so you believe this is real? Of course.
3: They,
11: they did this in uh, the old Woody Allen movie Sleeper. Exactly. That's how he, that's gets, away, good... from, that's how he gets away from uh, the guys when, I think, there's, like, big fruits and people chasing him. But not not since then, I haven't you seen this. Dan knows since...
2: goddamn comedy history. Yeah.
8: You ever seen this in Central Park before?
2: No. Happens what once do you in see a while.
11: Flying in Central Park.
2: Yeah, they, on the He gets long. high. He goes to NYU <laughs> when he gets in high. The middle That's of a Fris-
11: frisbee. frisbee games.
2: Yeah. Uh, Ronnie, you're on the Run Runnafest show. Ronnie, we got you, buddy.
8: Uh, Ryan and Charlotte. Yeah, go ahead. Hey, um, if you watch the video when he takes off and they show him from like underneath, you see his legs go from like hanging down to like Superman pose.
0: And I saw a bunch of guys comment that hang glide, and they say, no way, you got it, like, you know, University of Hang Gliders, they're in, like, that sleeping bag thing that holds their legs up. Um, but, I mean,
8: that was that was the key to me that it was fake.
2: Well, I guess the point is that they were able to do this, but I could not believe how many of the tech sites uh, picked it up. And we weren't even going to run it, and then I'm like, well, let's just put it out there, <laughs> But I still want to say that I don't fucking believe in it.
7: It looks like too big of a monstrosity for it to just go uh, float off the ground like this.
2: Well, what about uh, an airplane? It's very aerodynamic. They're pretty big. This guy's like a scientist. Won- Rewind, a the part scientist?
5: He- Rewind the parts where you see his legs go up. It's yeah, I was just
2: watching what you were saying. The problem is I don't know enough about hang gliding to uh judge well then you know have to say the
3: this is something totally different is he so going believe now yeah i'm a believer is he gonna market
11: these or is this just for him is it's a the lie Dan, this is what i'm telling you not be alive there's Look a
2: fucking out. you know what? The carnivals in town next week i want you to get there early <laughs> <laughs> I'm just so.
11: Has he explained it? Has he done.
2: No, he's German. That's the other thing that they're <laughs> hiding behind. So he doesn't he's speak hi- English? He's hiding behind a language? Yes, he's hiding behind a language barrier. No one in this country speaks German. And he fucking knew that coming in. That's something else. I need somebody that understands German hear me out. I can't believe these Yankees are falling for this shit. Mark, you're on the Run and Fez show. All right, we can fly, but we can't make a fucking phone that works.
3: Oh, my God. This guy's just not working on cell phones. I don't understand where his hands are connected to. There's two, like, levers or pulleys that he's using to fucking pull. Yes,
2: because we're in the fucking time, but we use a lot of pulleys.
7: Well, he has to to make this thing to work. If this is how you could fly so easily, the Wright brothers would have done it this way. (laughs)
2: Fuck do well, obviously he has, has technology, yeah. is what they're saying. There's some kind of technology. Gears it's not shit, just though. him smacking these fucking things.
11: Would you, would you want to fly like this if you could, if you could no. get one of those? fuck no. It's a little It's off little. would get on a fucking
2: <laughs> nice 747, have a fucking drink. I don't want to be sitting around people flying People always like say
11: that. that the one power they'd want is fly, but I never got that. I don't see why this is What, seems, would, like, what the, would the power you'd want? Invisibility? Nah, is too creepy. I want oh. teleportation. That'd be the easy Fuck one. Fuck that eye lasers. Eye lasers? What do have? Like you shoot just gotta things You He to wake up like
2: a headache every morning.
11: <laughs> hey, that eye laser guy has been staring at me.
2: That's <laughs> what? He thinks he's neighborhood watchdog. That was like
11: x-ray vision. That was another... That was going to shit on me if you, if
2: you were was staring was that at me with eye lasers. was that teleportation movie that was out a couple Jumper? years? Jumper? Yeah. Oh. I, I, I never that. turn off that shitty movie. Oh, and it's <laughs> awful. And I'm like... I wish I could jump I was, did like that. they dead. talk about
11: like, the consequences of teleporting? No, there aren't no,
2: any. It's all fucking gravy. And Harry, po- <laughs> <laughs> in in Harry Potter, Jackson. they
8: lose limbs and all that crap. That's, <laughs>
2: what, what would you like? like?
7: Invulnerability.
2: See, I would just want the ability to play the piano. If that could happen. <laughs> if a human
3: could ever do that. And I mean without working at it. That's oh. superpower. <laughs> like the fucking Matrix. Oh, I haven't seen it. Is that good? It's fucking really good. You should watch it.
2: I just saw the second and third one. and All I right. didn't enjoy them. <sighs> we should watch the first one first. I don't like to do that. Why like, not? I saw Godfather 3, and I decided the Godfather films stink. Oh,
3: come on. <laughs> I think you should really go back.
2: All right. Adam writes, evidence is from 34 to 44. Looks as fake as fuck. Um, he was pulled by a car. You can see the tracks. Oh, please.
3: There were tracks. I saw that.
2: Maybe you drank a bunch of Red Bull. I love Red (laughs) Bull. That looks fake as shit right there. I don't care. And look how, like, from a film thing, you can see the weirdness around him. It looks like they've done something.
11: You think it's just camera tricks and he's got something else helping
2: him? I don't fucking... In the world of CGI, I don't believe anything anymore. It's true. Like, Why don't they just follow him throughout the whole flight? Like, Why do they cut back in and out? to making a fucking film and here seriously if this could be done an american would do it not a dutch dude what else the fucking dutch have invented we're falling behind i don't know who says we're falling behind your generation's falling behind Right. I, I wasn't, I wasn't, uh... It's all your fault, Dan. I wasn't letting myself go. Where are you getting that
3: generation, Hans, <laughs> No. You're <it's laughs> acting like
2: you're a victim. i had At least I give it to Hans. He's out there proving us as number one and
11: ultimate Frisbee. He's bragging to me in the booth. He's like, and I was
2: hungover, and we still won in Frisbee. Yeah, so was it's the other like team. The sur- I was going to say, there's no, there's no, like, pride in that. Let me tell play. you something. If you can smoke a joint and still play, it's not a sport. <laughs> That's why we don't have surfing in the Olympics, because you can get high first. I don't know. I think it's real. Um, I don't even think Ultimate Frisbee's real.
11: <laughs> you think it's all tricks?
2: Yeah. All right. Who are we talking to next? We got Paulo coming up at what time? Paulo, 1230. All right, 1230. So I need to take a break for um, uh, now. Yeah. Um, so we got Paulo coming up a little bit. I don't know what the hell he wants to talk about. And are the kids, are, the, are kids going to be competing against the girls today? Yes. Yep. In the uh, intern Olympics, best of luck there. Even though I actually prefer the girls. <laughs> um, the Mikey Boy auction still going on. Have you talked to Mikey Boy?
7: Uh, I've just emailed back and forth with him, yeah. Well,
2: when you went back and forth, did you find out if any of those things were legitimate? Uh yeah, everything's checked out. Yeah, everything is checked out.
7: Yep, very excited about the bids that have come in so far.
2: All right, what? Is, who's the leading bid now?
7: Uh, right now that is um, let's see. Uh, where's the name? But right now the bi- the the current bid is one thousand four uh uh four hundred and fifty dollars.
2: Somebody's paying fourteen hundred dollars to have you walk them around serious. Yeah. I'll fucking do that every week for people for 1400
3: I don't mind. I mean, that's some decent cash for a walking
2: tour. I'll fucking walk you around here. We'll go out and have drinks. <laughs> eat a steak.
7: So that link is on the iBang on Twitter, at the iBang. And you can make a donation. The proceeds going to help out Mikey Boy's kids' school.
2: It is a school for uh, rich blonde girls. So they need need all the help. They have a huge budget. Really difficult to fly those kids around the world. (laughs) For their class trip this year, they're going back in time. I mean, these kids are doing well. Time travel? (laughs) Yes. They're doing well. Uh, Also, the Mike Tyson, the ode to Mike Tyson is coming up. And by the way, most people do not believe in the Birdman, I'm, I'm happy to say.
3: Well, I guess I'm in the minority. Again. Finally. <laughs>
2: um, we break here. We'll be right back. Hans Ann's is back on deck. It's great to see him. It's the Run Face Show.
9: Goddamn son of a bitch! How silly you! You of jerk off assholes! What's going on? They confiscated everything, even the stuff we didn't steal. They caught the bomb! The whole. Fucking
1: far, we came
9: across the West Sea. We didn't have much idea of the kind of
10: climate waiting.
2: It's the Ron Fed show today. It's a Wednesday. Hicks has given today a name.
3: Wine Wednesdays or Hump Day? Hump Day because he has a hump in his back. No, it's because this is the middle of the week and it's all downhill from here on.
2: By the way, I just want to say to everyone out there, the Republican nomination is over. Let's stop acting like it's not. You're doing nothing but wasting my time now.
3: I think Ingrich has a shot.
2: He doesn't. It belongs to the moderate Mitt Romney. Let's get the real election started. Uh, Paulo is on the phone and wants to talk to us about the number one film out there. I believe they're doing this. uh, They're number one, and the film hasn't even come out. Um, And the film, of course, is based on the book that Hicks, Is everybody reading The Hunger Game in New York now?
3: You go on the trains and everyone's reading. I was on the, everyone, first of all, every car, there's someone reading it. And then I was just taking the elevator up and down here. People were like, oh, I didn't even go out last weekend. I just read all three books all fucking weekend long.
2: Now, remember the last time that happened, though, when, uh, with the Tom Hanks movie. And then no one gave a shit about it. But this Hunger Game, I think they're making this for Lionsgate. The movie hasn't even come out, and the Lionsgate stock is going through the fucking roof because of the buzz. Let's get it from the horse's mouth. It's Polo.
9: From the legendary Warner Fest Studios in a predominantly white neighborhood, Warner Fest presents
2: Showtime, Showtime. with it's the Polo. Hey, Polo, your life's a movie.
6: Polo, your life's a movie. How are you doing? Polo, your
2: life's a movie.
6: It is it's yours as well.
2: Now, Polo, The Hunger Games is out there, and as you know, America's number one movie critic, Armand White, is screaming, Oscar, Oscar, Oscar. He loves it. All right. Uh, Where are you at on The Hunger Games?
6: Uh, Okay, we'll talk about the movie itself. The movie itself is not that good, but that's not really that important. I mean, it's going to be a gigantic phenomenon. So who cares if it's good or bad, right? It's not important. Well,
2: the people that would not normally go see this film, but are only going because it's a phenomenon, I think they're going to care if they don't like it.
6: Yeah, I I think it's. It, it's not bad, it's just not that good. The the issue is also that it's, it kind of is disturbing and upsetting in some ways. That, and, I, and the problem is I'm not even sure if it's intentional. I really don't know to what degree the author has put all of these kind of disturbing themes into the book. Because, I mean, clearly it's, it's a young adult book, for all intents and purposes. That's YA,
2: I like to call it.
6: Yeah, sure, I do too.
2: I and go, uh, hey, what's the YA, Tittle? But, you know, when you're talking about this hype, are you surprised to see a Jermaine Lassier pimping this thing as if it's a giant movie himself instead of telling the truth to his readers? I mean,
6: that's the point. The point is, is it's been hyped to such an enormous degree for like a year. I mean, EW, as I like to call it, or Entertainment Weekly, has literally had like three covers on it during the course of a year. And I mean, frankly, I wasn't, uh, you know, I'm not really all that into these phenomenons before they happen. I mean, you know, the Twilight and the and the Harry Potter and all that stuff. I mean this is what they're playing this out to be, maybe the biggest non-sequel opening of all time.
2: Um, They've already sold a million tickets before this has even started. There's a million pre-sales of this film. Right. Um,
6: And... and I mean, it's a story, you know, of a dystopian society. And I've already gotten into trouble trying to figure out exactly what dystopian is, which is clearly a utopia where everybody's deluded into thinking that they're being nice to the people.
2: Well, I don't think that that's a dystopian. Dystopian is actually just kind of the opposite of utopian, and I don't even quite see it as that. Here's how I saw it, Paulo. Uh It is the 99 percenters against the 1%. Uh, True enough. True You've enough. got most of the world living in some poverty, and then there's the 1% out there who not only control things, but they're parting it up, and they're living a life of real indulgence.
6: Right. Really decadent, really repulsive and, you know, completely detached from the, yeah, I, I assume, as you say, the 99%ers, which are living in, in abject poverty and and horrible living conditions all throughout the, the country uh, of this future at the country, which I guess is 300 years in the future.
2: Now, Paul, did you ever once make that leap that, oh, this is a believable thing, like you do with some movies?
6: It's not, it's not so much that I don't make the leap, it's just that I'm not too sure exactly who, you know, I mean, this, this, the, the teenager is the noble character in this movie, you know. Right. You know and everybody else is basically repulsive and, 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 and horrendous, you know, just horrible people, to a certain degree. I mean, Lenny Kravitz maybe comes off as somewhat warm and, and comforting.
2: Oh, you mean during his walk-on, that, that for <laughs> some reason... He's, exactly, he's fucking doing all these interviews and shit. He's not in the movie that much. Well, I mean,
6: and don't forget, I mean, this is going to be obviously the beginning of, of a, at least a four part series of films. So you know, the other guy, Liam Hemsworth, or ever, you know, they pitched him as being a big part of the movie. Again, he had almost nothing in this movie as well. Uh, you know, that's Miley Cyrus's squeeze. But the fact is, is that oh, <laughs> I've got people. I'm in the garage, guys. Believe it or not, and somebody just pulled up. Oh, <laughs> so I've got to get out.
2: <laughs> to Were go- you masturbating?
6: <laughs> no, I wasn't masturbating. I was trying to. It Stay out of the the people's uh, way. That what the,
2: people's? Did you break into a house? <laughs> this is fucking, I mean, it sounds like you're calling from Tate Labianca right now. In the <laughs> house, Are you a drifter,
6: <laughs> and I want to go to the garage so I can scream at you know, at, right. I don't disturb the household. That's all.
2: I see. <laughs> so, and then we'll give you a fucking second to yourself.
6: <laughs> exactly. So, in any case, the point is is that I the, the, I, the it really does seem like. Everybody, as you say, the one percenters are are everybody over 30 or everybody over 25, as they say, have run this country. And and is this our future? Is kind of what I'm saying. I think it is. No.
2: First of all, no, not this future. It's too stupid. Uh, there was, would never be a future that we would be okay with what they're doing of grabbing young people and forcing them into the Hunger Games, why everybody watches like a bad reality show. First of all, let's uh, act like none of us have ever seen Running Man before. It's the same basic thing that the people at home are watching and suddenly, because someone's doing good, they're suddenly thinking, hey, fuck the state.
3: Okay. You know? Is there a guy with, like, hockey gear on? Yes. Holy shit. Yeah. Maybe I should see this then. And there's
2: another guy with lights on that sings opera.
3: It's the logic behind this kind of a society
6: where they they will put people lives as tribute, you know, you have to sacrifice your lives in tribute to society, which is clearly just a passive-aggressive attempt to control the society by saying, yeah, we'll kill your your kids today, but then we'll kill the rest of you tomorrow.
2: Yeah, that's why I don't think people would put up with it.
6: Yeah, I mean, that's the thing. It's an obvious society ready to crack and fall apart, but I haven't read the books, but you know, I mean, the whole thing doesn't make sense, that, that these these leaders, these one percenters are so deluded that they don't understand that they're destroying their own society.
2: For 75 years, we've had the Hunger Games. I'm very surprised to see a lot of big critics just caught up like they were teenage girls. Losing
3: their shit over this fucking teenage kid novel. And it really
2: is. I mean, if you saw um, Twilight... The acting and storytelling is on the same level. Right. It is. So Weird. I'm sure kids are going to like it, because they like shit, because they've never really went, oh, I have no idea what a fucking great fucking filmmaker David Lean was, so I love
3: this film. And they're all juiced up on the books already, so... Yeah, and Red Bull. Hell yeah.
6: And, and large parts of Rest the plot peace. just, you know, just are thrown in, in, in illogical fashions, you know, all the kind of... Things that are happening just don't make sense to me. Uh, yet, it, 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 if you don't think about it too much, it seems to work fairly well as an action adventure film, I suppose.
2: Um, I don't know if you've liked, if you're used to action adventure. I mean, because it's a kid's film, they make any of the violence almost happen off camera oh. or incredibly quick. Fuck that. A lot of it takes place off camera, or a lot of it takes place pretty quick. It's not like watching, you know, you're not watching fucking 300 here, you know, and you couldn't pull it up because there's a lot of it's little kids. This yeah. makes me worry about Ender's Game, your fucking film.
3: I fucking you can't, can't wait film. for that shit. Yeah, the film has a flat quality, too. I mean, it's not too
6: exciting. It's that you know, and the characters or the acting is not really very good on any level by anyone.
2: I'm gonna kind of agree. Like Stanley Tucci seems like he's in a different movie than everybody else. Right. Stanley Tucci's in a uh, a black comedy, but the kids feel like they're taking this completely serious. I don't know. It's very strange.
6: Right. And I mean, you know, there's a lot of good actors in it. I mean, I know. know. I
2: kind of. If it was up to me, I'd watch Stanley Tucci and Donald Sutherland all day.
6: Right. Same I mean, Harrison has been on a good roll. A lot of these people are, you know, they know they're caught up in a, in a phenomenon. They know it's kind of a big paycheck, and they're just, you know, they're not really phoning in, but they know that they're just small parts.
2: Yeah, I don't blame them. I would do it, too. Yeah. I mean, I'd be in Hunger Games, too, tomorrow. Just give me a call. I'll play a guy who's on the radio, going like this. And I'll say this the whole time. Hunger Games are great, everybody. Go see Hunger Games. Um, Anthony, you're on Runafes. Fez.
4: Yeah,
5: yeah, everyone's getting all, a, like, I'm hearing a lot about this Hunger Games, but has anyone uh, brought up the fact that there's a movie, a Japanese movie, in 2001 called Battle Royale?
3: Yeah, that the cheese. a
5: lot like mm. the Hunger
3: Games. Yeah, it's basically right. the same thing. Right,
6: we've had, you know, with The Running Man and so on, yeah. and, and clearly all of these quote-unquote dystopian novels over the years all deal with this kind of, uh, you know, passive-aggressive kind of, uh, you know, diversions there are always diversions from right. you know the ruling class have their little world where they do whatever the hell they want and then they need diversions for the for the for the common man but
2: but the thing is anthony this is really not for us it's really for like teen girls and probably tween girls so yeah i mean there's no reason for them to go hey these kind of movies have taken place before this is their time yeah you know we've had our time up there, this is their time. <laughs> down here,
6: yeah. I have an idea for a movie. It's called the Diarrhea Games, where All right. they oh. to shoot, uh, you know, baby boomers with bows and, bow and arrows and things of like that. So, you know, I mean, obviously, this is clearly catering to the teens. The teens are the, are the good guys in this. Not movie.
2: just the teens, but also the tweens. <laughs>
6: yes, the tweens. Well, it's twelve to eighteen are eligible to be the honor of being killed in this movie.
3: Um does everyone have to be in the Hunger games like It, it two
2: well, everyone think, has to go into the lottery.
3: Oh thing. okay, it's yeah, a lottery.
2: Two, two kids from each of
6: 12 districts in I assume what used to be the United States.
3: Okay. It's no longer the United States. Sounds like the Mega Millions but worse. <laughs> Pick really Hey did bad anybody numbers. win?
2: Usually, I didn't check her today. I want to hit our 240. There was crazy numbers, like 1 and 4. I hate when 1 comes up. It looks fucking fake. Yeah. But it seems to me there always is low numbers that go out.
3: Maybe I should just fucking concentrate on the low numbers. Yeah. Instead of this, like, 27 fucking 43 bullshit. Gotta hit that mega ball.
2: Fez, did you ever get around to announcing the winner of the March Madness contest for the names?
7: Oh, no, we haven't done that yet.
2: When do we plan on doing that?
7: I thought we were going to do it when we announced the overall winner.
2: Mm. Okay.
3: No one won. Two hundred ninety million dollars drawings on Friday. Two ninety right now. Two ninety right now. Yeah. So I'll
2: go well over three hundred, right?
3: It should. By the time it's drawn, there it should be. It should break three. Oh God! Give me that fucking money. <laughs> <laughs> and if you take the cash option, you get two hundred five million. So you're looking at maybe one hundred twenty million. After the the fuck only the fact.
2: fucking lottery you're ever going to hit is Hunger Games. Fuck.
3: <laughs> 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 I got to kill
2: people now. <laughs> Bullshit. You'd be dead in the first 2 minutes. Probably. <laughs> all right, so Paulo is the only person out there that the only film critic who has the balls to say the empire uh, the emperor has no clothes on. Well,
6: first of all, Gary Ross is a good director. You know, he did Sea Biscuit, he did uh, Pleasantville. He's a good <laughs> Okay. You know, I don't think this film is up to that level. And part of it probably is is that it was probably a circus trying to preside over this thing to begin with. I mean, because that's the feel that you get from it to begin with. So I mean, but the fact is is that they're talking about an opening of at least one hundred and thirty million for this weekend.
2: I'm hearing closer to seven hundred million this weekend.
6: <laughs> oh my God,
2: <laughs> that's what I'm hearing from my people well, inside well, AMC. On-
6: the highest non-sequel uh, opening was Alice in Wonderland for like 116 million. And, and, of course, the highest of all time is 169 uh, for Harry Potter, uh, Deathly Hallows Part 2.
2: Remember when so, Batman I mean, used to have um, records? Looks like shit. the Fez turns his back on him. Shitty franchise. Yeah, Batman was
6: 158. I mean, he's a, you know... It,
2: it, you know fact- so much about numbers. I know. Here's Lewis in Manhattan for you, Paul L. Hey, what's up, guys? Um, I've I read uh, the first Hunger Games book, and I, I don't know if the movie's going to be like this, but what I liked about it is,
7: unlike The Running Man and the other past movies, like, in this in this uh, version of it, they basically, like, they give you this whole world that they immerse you in. It's like a whole, you learn about their society, you know, how their currency works. You learn about other stuff where, like, The Running Man, it was just
2: all based in the arena. They're yeah, just running around. Guess what? All that shit is out in the movie.
3: So now it's just basically The Running Man, but with kids.
2: Yes. Yeah. All right. Well, the, well, Children's, we, Children's version of Running Man. Taboo. We see Except the, for it takes the, place yeah, in the, district, the woods. Well, the District 12 people live
6: in like this the Appalachia. Ten- they
2: live in West Virginia the way West Virginia is today. <laughs>
6: okay. It's, it's worse. It's probably it's Nothing's
3: changed. So futuristic. Wow.
6: But then the, the rich live in, like, the Wizard of Oz. They're, like, uh, in, in, in Oz with all weird makeup and weird clothes and strange plastic surgery. Yeah, they look
2: like the 60s. <laughs> it looks like Andy Warhol's fucking house.
6: <laughs> That's right. So it, is, it's, it, it doesn't look right to me, but, you know, I don't know. I'm not, I'm not a... Uh... Right, but
2: we don't know how the, why that takes place and how people pay for things and where they get their food... We don't know anything about that. Yeah, they're just weird they're... orange and green-haired people yelling like, This is great! Kids are <laughs> killing each other! <laughs> Jesus!
6: And there's some kind of weird war that set this all up. and uh, You don't even know, like, what, was it a civil war or what?
3: They have
2: iPads. Uh, What's so civil about a war anyway?
6: Exactly. So, But I'm sure, readers That's of the book... Guns of Roses... There are a lot of people out there, which I'm not one of. You know, they, they probably do get a better experience. But so just stay with the book is my, my advice.
2: Uh, some more people have, um, you know, this used to be Armand White, the only person who would say, uh, I'm fucking turning on the, you know, against the rest of the critics. But this time it's Paul o.
6: It's not, hey, look, I'm not saying it's the it's the worst movie of, I've ever seen or anything remotely like that. I'm just simply saying that I was already sick of the hype six months ago.
2: Right. And, 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 you know, and by the and, way, I'm not judging the book. Um, somebody wrote in to say this is what's not believable in the book and blah, blah, blah. I haven't read the book. Obviously, I have no plans to. But in the movie... You're not really sitting around thinking about philosophical things. You're just taking from one place to the other, and suddenly we're in Hunger Games.
6: Uh-huh. Yeah, I'll put it to you this way. If I had a choice of seeing the Hunger Games or John Carter again, I would go see John Carter again.
2: Whoa! Wow. <laughs> this is the first time ever that Paulo has shut down Jermaine Lassier's throat. Wow. <laughs> now, he's coming in, I think, Monday. Yeah. Okay. Uh... But it is bizarre. By the way, Hicks, I'm getting I haven't been able to verify, but I'm getting the fact of that Tebow has made a decision. I got a text. Uh from anybody I, reputable?
3: to uh Fox Johnny. I'm I'm looking into it now.
2: Um, why don't we you know what? I may just fucking get out and say it myself, though. Let's do this spy report first. Stay on with us, DePaulo.
1: Spy
6: report.
2: Spy report. Patrick, what do you got, buddy?
6: Hey, Ron. Uh, I was going to let you know I'm getting a spy report. Uh, New Orleans Saints head coach Sean Payton
8: has been suspended for the entire season. And former defensive coordinator Greg Williams has been suspended indefinitely. And in addition, New Orleans Saints have
6: been fined $500,000 and two second-round
2: draft picks over the next two
3: drafts. Wow, that just... That's...
2: I dude. hope they do better without Peyton, which would be really fucking funny to me.
3: they just fucking going perfect season, just dominating, destroy. <laughs> like, oh, wow, I guess he was the fucking problem. What a he dick. He
2: He's an asshole. <laughs> um, all right, we're getting this everywhere, so I'm just going to... Spy report. Spy report. Go out Spy there. Spy report. Uh, Tim Tebow.
3: Oh, it's on there, fucking. Has been
2: traded for a fourth rounder. Fourth <laughs> rounder. He's supposed to go for two fifth rounders. Yeah. Fourth rounder to the New York Jets. Oh, <laughs> yes. How do you like that? Blow hard. <laughs> wish came true. Ah, finally, blow hard. Tim Tebow is in the nicest city in the world Woo. for a. Uh, a Christian, New York City, I love it. Seriously, That's awesome. This, this is another example of the New York Football Giants win the Super Bowl, but will not make the front pages next year, as it all becomes about the circus that is the New York Jets. Oh, this welcome is to New
7: York City.
2: Great. More like Jew Pork City. I don't know much
6: about football. What, what was the point of hiring uh, Man- Manning in the first place? Wouldn't it be to mentor Tebow? Wasn't that? Wasn't
2: that no. Mistake? I don't. No, know. we don't mentor in that. Like he doesn't want a guy fucking looking over him like death.
6: But well, what the hell? He's ready to die. Why not just get the you know get used to it? He's getting ninety million,
2: whatever. Let, just do your. He'll never collect that ninety million.
3: Still, all the fucking goddamn things are on that. It's no way he's yeah. gonna re-injure the neck. The fucking it's. Yeah, he's gonna, get, he's gonna get hurt by right.
2: fucking the third game, and they'll have that reject from fucking Notre Dame coaching the rest of the year. And Jerry Bark will be like, "This is great. Notre <laughs> Dame is just sitting there with that ND fucking Pennant going back and forth." <laughs> In the meantime, his wife just keeps spitting children out, one after another. <laughs> you know how the Irish are. love it. Uh, somebody wrote in, Polo is sounding like a jealous filmmaker.
6: Mm. <laughs> jealous filmmaker? I, I love Gary Ross. He's a great director.
2: Your biggest problem was just with the story itself, Paul.
6: I, I No, I think... I think the biggest, yeah. I think the biggest problem is, well, first of all, I don't know what the books are. I haven't read the books, so I, that's not. I'm judging strictly by what I see in the movie, and what I see in the movie is something that you know makes the future out to seem crazy. I mean, when I say crazy, completely irrational.
2: I agree with you there. You know, it's. But I don't like, think if I'm, you know, a 14 year old girl is going to. Um, have a problem with that. You know what I mean? Yeah. A 14-year-old girl is just going to buy into... It. She went from like a redhead to look at her now. She's real pretty, and she's killing guys. <laughs> uh, Dan, you're on the run Show. show. know, Roddy. J-E-Crucifix-F.
5: J-E-Crucifix-F.
2: Wow, that did not take long for to get the jokes going. Wow. Here's the thing I just want to tell Tim Tebow and his people. Um, yes... If he wins, people will love him here. The second he loses, they're going to be mean to him. And they're going to be mean to him about everything that he loves. Yes, yeah, So we'll him. bring him here and have him
3: win. It's going to be great. Finally, a future.
2: It could be worse. He could be going to Philly. <laughs> uh, Fox News uh, is reprimanding Dick Morris for auctioning off a tour of Fox News for a fundraiser. <laughs>
7: Apparently, they don't feel like having people walking around Fox News saying what's going on.
2: No, they do. They let people in there. What they don't do is sell tickets to it. Now, did you get the okay here? No, I did not. Just figured it was okay to do that? Uh huh. Smart move. Thanks for pick- putting up the picture of me with fucking two speakers that don't uh, advertise on this platform, too. This way we all feel good. Uh, Jim, you're on The Ron Fez Show.
5: Hey, Polo. in the book, the husband killed a heavily medicated wife.
6: Oh, so uh,
2: What do you think? Of- um, Polo. Yes. I'm, I just even cut him off.
6: I understand.
2: Uh, Polo, here's your best friend in the whole world. It's hard rock, Johnny. Johnny?
10: I really... That that was the best breaking news I've ever heard in my life. It makes me fucking giggle if that is... It's different.
2: so funny. If there's truth to
10: the fact that that
2: happened... It's already I, up on the Jets. It's uh, uh, Yeah. I,
10: We've traded. It absolutely just baffles me. I had an argument with a friend of mine who's a Jets fan that it's all rumors and that he would never come to they would, the Jets would never want him to play for him. What the fuck are they going to do with this guy?
2: Um, no idea. I mean, I honestly the think prayers? I, mean, I think he, there's one reason for this only. And that is to uh, kick the New York Giants off the fucking back page of the Post and the, the Daily News. There's no other reason for it. That's
10: mostly what they were doing today. That that was their big thing. Is that you know it's the same thing as the Mets when the Mets used to do the same thing. Right. Try to keep you know they would try to keep people off of you know the back pages.
1: They
2: yeah, done that's it. what this was all about. They're going to win. <laughs> That was, that was, this is literally a Hail Mary. The one thing that this kid, I guess, can throw.
6: I mean, he had a good season. I mean, why is he being treated like, you know, yesterday's stepchild? I mean, Tebow.
2: Because I know you're in Florida and you love him down there, but he's not a quarterback.
3: It was a freak show when he was playing and winning. It was just crazy.
2: He, He is not a
1: quarterback.
6: He has Jesus on his side. And you know what? That's important. And I don't know why they're, they're actually tempting God with this kind of shit. Because, I mean, you know, this whole thing with Peyton Manning isn't going to work out. its I think it's the end of the NFL altogether.
2: I need, uh, I need you to say something bad about gay marriage so I can have the best day ever. <laughs> uh, Johnny, can you believe this story? It's so fucking I great. It's awesome.
10: I don't see it on the Jets' homepage, but I see it all over Twitter right now. It's well, on their official Twitter page. Said it's it. on
2: the New York Post. It's, it's a done deal. It's I know amazing. that you want to act like, oh, Ron and Fez are pulling some shit off here, but I waited until we at least got two my different phone, places my- to say it.
10: My phone is blowing up. Oh, there's blowhard texting me.
2: Boo Tebow. <laughs> <laughs> uh. Blowhard. Blowhard was against was this game. this morning, and I just I thought it would be great just for fun, and I think it's good for Tebow because he will go to Jacksonville after this.
3: Yeah, he gets to hang out in New York for a fucking season or whatever. Fuck it, Jersey.
2: He'll never come into the city. Yeah, he never. will stay in North Jersey.
3: <laughs> oh yeah, this is a place
10: where the heathens go. Here it is, breaking news. Jets trade um, across the post. I love it. Jets trade. It's like, what are they, they going to even do with this guy? Wildcat, He'll baby. Start.
2: Oh, I don't think so. I think it's Wildcat. The Wildcat with, is I know they're going to go Sanchez, and then, then he comes in. I think there's no way they start the season with this guy. First of all, he's going to have a lousy fucking training camp. Because uh, <laughs> that's what he does. That's fucking crazy. This makes me so happy. Here's what kills me: We were like begging the Jets to go after Peyton Manning because we thought that that would create such a great circus. <laughs> and now they went and got
3: Tebow. It's even better. It's even better because it's just fucking crazy to bring him in New York. It's awesome.
2: That's so tremendous. You know, every wide receiver is saying, "I can't have him start. I got numbers to make." <laughs> how are they going to? And how are they going to mend already the fence that?
10: That Cromarty, the guy who has 800 kids, tweeting yesterday, we don't need Tebow on our team. Oh, We're yeah. fine with our quarterback. That's good. That's good That great fractured
2: locker room just got the, so much better. The beauty of the Jets, though, is they don't care about that kind of stuff. No. They don't care if the guys say, I hate the other guys.
10: I can't believe the other thing, too. CNN just put out the breaking, CNN breaking news, which you guys broke before CNN. New Orleans Saints coach suspended for a year. Yeah. Team loses draft picks. That's, that's absolutely insane that, they, that they're going to a, a full year without the coach. I mean, that's crazy.
7: They're just going to have to give Drew Brees the clipboard and the whistle.
10: <laughs> well, that's about all they're going to be able to do. They, and they, I, Are they going to be allowed to bring in another coach, or no? They just have no head coach for a year?
2: I, I'm sure they can have somebody's
3: acting head nope, coach, right? Drew Brees, he's the acting coach. <laughs> he's
2: the acting head coach
10: for a year. Who's going to take that gig?
3: Jimmy Graham.
2: Um, yeah, I don't know who would want it. I guess <laughs> the offensive coordinator. And then you go back
10: to being the offensive coordinator afterwards. At some point in the many uh,
5: lives of a to, uh, dollar, uh, it will Andy, be a dollar please, saved by
8: Andy. somebody who's...
5: Used- hey, guys. Uh, wow, I wish I wish the Browns were doing anything or I could, I could join in with the discussion. <laughs> 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 uh, I actually called just a, just a pick on uh, Paul Hall a little bit to get backtrack, if I could, yeah. for a moment. I wish Paul and the rest of the critics would stop shitting all over John Carter of well, Mars. It wasn't the horrendous film that everybody's making an be. I agree I with you.
6: Good. I agree with you 100%. I just said I would.
5: I would like to go see it again. I really would.
6: I, okay, I thought okay,
5: okay. I thought I thought you were you know like that. Like you holding it up as the pinnacle of of crap film, which a lot of people are yeah. taking a dump on it, like you did with Green Lantern. There's like saying, 100%. "Oh, well, this movie wasn't exactly what we wanted it to be." So <clears> on it. <throat> I also can I just point out with Hunger Games, isn't it a little ironic that everybody paying money to watch these kids kill themselves in that? instance, aren't they kind of, isn't the audience kind of allying themselves with the villains than they are with the heroes? It's like, let's all sit back and watch these kids off each other for food. Well, but it's isn't actually it? the reverse, because you identify with these
6: victims, you know, the victim, victimized by the by the ruling class who are obviously scumbags. You know, okay. so the audience is going to root for the kids and then just
5: want to kill the rich. Which is a good I'm thing. Gonna- I'm kind of being dragged to it by my in-laws this, this weekend, so I really have no desire to read the books, to see the film, and I'm just kind of like holding out for Avengers, I, and I'm, I guess I'm going to go watch what I, what I kind of see is the second coming of Twilight.
2: No, yeah, it, yeah. it kind of is. Now, the John Carter lost $200 million. Yeah, I think I mean, that's why everyone's busting his balls so hard.
5: Well, because, because Disney came out and announced his fucking price tag, and then Disney put no faith in it because he took like, a bath on Prince of Persia. Yeah, Disney, uh, you know, Lego, even, Lego doesn't have failures as a toy company, and Lego took a bath on Prince of Persia. So when it comes to the next their next big thing, they pull the back. there's no merchandising behind uh, John Carter of Mars at all, which is unheard of for a Disney property. Well, and
6: they, Disney got burned on Mars meets Mom, okay? And then, so then they were in a tizzy.
2: Jesus, mom- they sound awful. I'm starting to hear these <laughs> titles of movies I never even fucking know about.
6: <laughs> and that was the point. I mean, Mars is obviously death. It's death to movies now. Mars, death. So you can never make a movie about Mars again. What
3: about
2: Santa Claus versus the Martians? It's yeah. the worst.
6: What about that
3: Total was... Recall? The movie's women. awesome. It took place on Mars. The, the remake would
2: be good, though. <laughs> All right, Andy. Andy, uh, we believe it's one year ago today that you called in with your first time ever singing to Joe Jackson. Actually,
5: it goes back. I haven't found a, a starting point. It, we, there was there was a day, I don't know what it was, it was an anonymous day where Fez was talking about uh, getting out and meeting some people, and we were all, and you started playing Stepping Out, and then I called, and I came in with the bit. Yeah. So I haven't been able to pinpoint that day. I don't know where it is in the calendar, uh, but this was the day that I called in for HG's birthday. Right and then we backed it up with the maple syrup song a little bit
2: later in the show. All right. It's good to talk to Andy. Yeah,
5: talk to you later, man.
2: Peace. Uh, here's Richie. Richie, you're on the run of face show. Marty. Yeah.
5: Hey, Ronnie, What's going on today with the NFL? They should have their own soap opera.
2: <laughs> well, it's always been kind of a soap opera for guys. That's why we like it. Um, Jerry Barker already wrote in to me, this is an awful move if the Jets are into winning. This only brings more dysfunction to an organization committed to entertainment.
10: (laughs) They want to sell PSLs. They want to sell PSLs and tickets. That's all that Woody Johnson gives a shit about. That's why he keeps that Rex Ryan there, because he lets him blow his big mouth out. He gets all over the media, and it it gets some fans to come in. They can't sell tickets, and this is what they're just I am
2: telling you the truth, though. I will be watching like a hawk. I can't wait. I'm so fucking happy that we got this sideshow. We've got the meat and potatoes New York fucking Giants. (laughs) And then we've got the hey kids, let's have a fucking banana split for dinner. (laughs) Fucking New York Jets. Oh, it's tremendous. Alright, we got a break here. When we get back, uh, it's Intern Olympics. We will be picking either Mr. or Miss Intern today. Uh, Johnny, thanks. Nice to talk to you.
10: I got my money on one of those kids today. I got my money. I think I know who's going to win the Intern Olympics. What do you say? I'm thinking it's going to be the little girl.
2: All right. Little girl, he has, He's got the little girl. Okay. There's three of them. Um, the little
10: tiny one. That's where my money the is. The little
2: tiny one. Okay. I think you mean Lauren, right?
10: I do mean Lauren, yes. Okay. She's going to be the winner.
2: Oh, so, because you're a fan of hers because she does money. that uh, Cousin Brucie's show.
10: Yes. Well, of course, she's very retro and... and yeah. Yeah, her and cousin Brucey are tight.
2: All right. Uh, All right, boys. Paulo, thank you very much for throwing the gauntlet down against Jermaine Lasier of Slash Film. We'll get his side on this Monday. I'm sure he's going to be using the receipts to prove that he's right.
6: Oh yeah, it, 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 nobody's denying there's a phenomenon going on here.
5: It's just bullshit.
2: <laughs> All right, man. We'll talk to you later. All right. All right. And of course, the big story. The Jets have Tebow. Tebow time. The Saints are without a head coach. Or management. And who the hell gives a shit about March Madness? Let's face it. That is one stupid college sport that we don't need. (laughs) Uh, We break. We're back with Intern Olympics. It's the Renafade Show.
1: Well, they usually say like a fifth distance, I've
2: heard. Well, that is the official uh, internal Olympics music Ooh, that we're all hearing, uh, and it is an exciting time for woo-hoo. everybody. Now, this Indeed. was supposed to be. Boys against the girls. Mm-hmm. But since Fred has been pulled out of his internship on a temporary <laughs> basis, it becomes. Uh, Fred's off doing secret okay. work right now. Secret work. Very top secret work.
3: He's in an advanced intern program. Holy so shit. None of yous need to fucking worry about it. We actually went
2: so far with this, we were going to fake his death like they sometimes <laughs> oh go in God. the CIA. <laughs> Uh, that now it'll just be one person wins this. What? Uh Because Next. this is probably the best intern year we've ever had, Fez. Just a fantastic class that we got this time through. <laughs> they all come to us as young, able-bodied virgins. <laughs> fresh, not only into radio, but their own adulthood. <laughs> and it's so exciting. They
7: are leaving men and women.
2: Now, we wanted to have this where you were doing shots, and we were told we cannot do that. You cannot get the interns oh, drunk.
12: Shit. I've mm. already done it. Damn.
2: The two things that we found out you can't do. You can't get the interns drunk, and you can't get them pregnant. Both of them
12: Damn are it. against the rules. Uh counts me out. <laughs> uh,
2: Fez, announce everybody that's here.
7: Here are our interns from the class of 2012 participating today. First, Dandy Don, the Don of All Pearls, Dan Pearlman. Thank
12: you. Dandy and Don! People uh, love Dan Perlman, you can hear. Need the
7: Pete. Yeah. That's favoritism. Fresh off an Extreme Frisbee Championship win in Savannah, Georgia,
2: <laughs> really? it's intern Hans Banan. Hey, Hans Banan! Yeah. Yeah. Also known as Ladies Love Hans Banan. <laughs> and were you you were macking a little bit here, right? Oh, of course. You were working it. <laughs>
3: He's lounging uh, right now.
2: Keep it going, fuzzy. Uh, For Our friend from the
7: Outer Boroughs, intern Staten Island, Anna. <laughs> she just wants to
2: go by Anna. Okay, Anna. She doesn't want to hold her back. She's my secret favorite because we hope to get her as our intern. Yeah, over the summer. Yeah. It'd be nice.
7: Our next intern, we're introducing our neighbor from the north from Canada, Uh, uh, Lexi. Lexi. Just Lexi.
2: (laughs) But close. Now, now the only problem is, we just found out minutes ago, the U.S. declared war on Canada. I'm not
12: from Canada. You're not from Canada? How do we know you as Canada? You just know me as Lexi. Yeah. No explanation. We'll just end it there.
7: Smart now (laughs) that the war started. Yeah, that's a good idea. (laughs) She's one of us. Yes, of course. (laughs) <laughs> and our final contestant, you
2: know her from down the hall. It's
7: Lauren from down the hall. Lauren from down the hall.
2: But Reverend also, Fuzzy, the Cousin Brucey show. That's right. Yep. As you know, we great, greatly admire that show. And are glad that he does a lot of crossover stuff with our own Eastside Dave. Yes. Now, Fez, you've lined us up as questions, right?
7: Yes, we have questions to uh, test our interns.
2: Now, I'm going to give each one of you a pen from... Uh, justjenny.org. Justjenny.org. Oh, wow. Thank you. She just got those, um, pens in because she thought she was getting a network show that, as you know, did not work Sorry. out for her. By the way, Lauren made sure that everybody got a pen before her. Very nice. Thinks like a producer. Thank you. Thinks nice. like a producer.
7: Yeah, making sure the supplies are there. Yeah. So we will be asking <laughs> questions of all the interns. Don't sniff it. So each each intern is eligible to answer each question. Mm-hmm. You will want to write your answer down.
9: Okay. Big? And then
7: we will check as a page. B- as like well. One, a
9: page?
12: Don't
3: write on the wall. Yeah. On a page. 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 How is pen and
12: paper size is good?
3: <laughs> sure. Okay. We have mad paper. Don't worry. Okay. Cool. We're
12: good. <laughs> Just checking. I and wish the paper were lined. Should do. So we, so I can get yeah, to should ask that. Should we do English?
7: Yes. Let's do yeah. English. Okay. Not, French Canadian.
2: Okay. No, I I know none of these because <laughs> so I'm gonna see if I if I would be good enough to be an intern.
7: Okay. And mm. these are all questions pertaining to the place where you're at right now. Oh, Serious oh.
2: XM satellite yeah. radio.
7: That one surprises <laughs> Wait, me. Wait.
2: What? That
7: one surprises me. This is all about Sirius XM. Who knows the company best
2: that you've been interning for? <laughs> I'm have to cheat. Uh oh. <laughs> uh oh. Hans Bonanz is already mom. being that cool kid in the back of the class, you know, saying shit. Smart Alex. <laughs> yeah.
7: You, you know, and this gives us a nice knowledge of who should maybe go on past internship in the company, who oh, maybe has a place here
2: in their future. I didn't think that.
7: Hands what with he, hands. What are you, hands you doing? Go back to your other seat. Yeah, what are you, you doing? Hands, hands, hands Get back there, oh, hands with hands. What's he doing? Hands This is an extreme frenzy where
2: there's no rules. <laughs> <laughs> you go to Niu. You, you should pannigans. know this. <laughs> All right. <laughs> Look at me
7: shook. <laughs> yeah. I know. So everyone has your uh, justjenny.org markers. Yes, we do. Yes, Thank it. you, Jenny Hutt. And plenty of paper. Yes. Plethora. All right. Let's do it. Each question worth five points. Whoever has the highest score at the end of the questions will be Intern of the Year.
2: 2012. Oh. Two
7: thousand twelve. <laughs> First question. Let's say you want to book a guest who has a new book coming out. Who do you go to in the talent department? Perfect. <laughs> who do you go to in the talent department if you want to book a guest who has a book coming out? Everyone's writing. Please let me know when everybody's done. Hans Bonans just drawing a picture of a frisbee right uh, now. We
2: all watch Saturday Night Live. We know that bit. All set. <laughs>
12: Almost. My sweat word. I'm going. All right. All right. All right. We're good. Am I allowed to join a team? <laughs> no. 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 Teams. no to it's to individuals today. You? All right. Markers <laughs> down.
7: Okay. Let's Marcus. start with Hans. Hans Bonanz, the question is, let's say you want to book a guest who has a new book coming out. Who do you go to in the talent department for that booking? Hans Bonanz, your answer.
2: Call the editor at the Bank. Call the editor in the mm. Bez is using his 360.
7: Sorry about that, Hans Bonanz. Let's go to Dandy Don, the Don of All Pearls, Dan Pearlman
11: think authors can't be booked on Sirius XM <laughs> 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 That's
12: That's a, a nice Go-to book it's radio.
7: <laughs> sorry. Sorry. Let's check with the ladies. Lauren,
2: your answer.
12: Steve Leeds.
7: <laughs> so this
2: is a long Shit. way to get through this game. Yikes. Lexi,
12: <laughs> Whoever is in charge of booking talent. <laughs>
2: good.
7: I'm sorry. You need to be more specific, please.
12: Ooh.
9: Fair at least I was on the anybody.
7: lines. And
9: Anna. I went with the lovely woman at the desk in the lobby. I would ask her who to
2: go to. Just <laughs> lobby lady.
12: Lobby Nadine. Nadine. The receptionist. Nadine. The receptionist.
2: She
12: might have a clue. She might know.
2: And I had asked Chris and Zitz.
7: <laughs> <laughs> that is closer. The answer, of course, is Laura. Laura Laura is the person in the talent department who is in charge of booking authors.
2: All right, well, that was a fun game to play. That was was my second second guess. That's all over now? No, we we have have some more questions. (laughs) Oh, God, it keeps going on. We don't
7: have a winner yet. Okay. What is the official SiriusXM studio number for the studio that you're in right Uh, now?
12: I got this. I'm cheating.
7: What is the so official serious? Of I don't need to. <laughs> no. Studio number.
12: She's not writing Are you going go to go me first? <laughs> you, I would never yeah, say that I, think I, got, I think I got this one too. I want to go. Yeah? I got yeah. this.
2: Well, just write down. Yeah, so write no one knows thinks Abide it it by, it by the rules! <laughs> Sorry! Sorry, Red Bull.
7: All right, everyone ready?
12: Yes. Yeah. Off
7: that pen, hands. Hands bananas. What is your answer? Five. <laughs>
12: Hands, you
2: work here every day. <laughs> <laughs>
3: you see the number of this fucking place every day, hands
2: okay. with <laughs> <laughs> See, you and I'm me all on show.
11: I think I got it. I, what do you got? It.
12: Me? Yeah. 44. That's what I said. What? That's
11: what I said.
12: 44. Oh, three. <laughs> 3.
9: Number
7: 3. Number 3? Oh, wait. There's with one number? But then I lost. What did you have?
9: I, I just, I went on a leap and I just wrote
2: 888 rounds. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's, that's nice. nice. That that's I thought it was 44. We used to work in the 888 building. So I'd give her a partial for that. <laughs> okay. 11. What? That has 11? That has Dan Eleven. Dan
7: Perlman? Uh, oh, you say 11?
11: Yeah. Oh. Yes,
2: oh. Three, <laughs> 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 did you know that one, Chris? That's right. <laughs> I did not know that, and then sometimes Chris will tell me to go to other studios, and I always just say, "Meet me in the lobby, and we'll walk to that studio together." So that would always get me asked Chris and Zitz. That's also correct.
7: After two questions, Dandy Don, the Don of all pearls, Dan Pearlman is in the lead. Look at that!
8: Yeah, I should have cheated off me. Next We're
7: question.
12: Excited for you.
8: You
7: have a song that you think would be perfect for Sirius XMU. Uh-oh. I do. Oh. What program director do you take it to? You have a song that you think would be perfect for SiriusXMU. What program director do you take it to? Something everyone this. needs to know working at Sirius XM. Testing the intern's knowledge, seeing who will be intern of the year for 2012. Markers down.
2: Can I put my marker up again?
7: Yes. <laughs> uh hands bananas. your answer
12: i don't know but i'd i'd like to think it'd be sway Sway. Oh, what? <laughs> <Hands bonans>.
1: <laughs> <laughs>
12: all right dandy don
11: perlman the only programming director i know is rob cross so that's my guess
12: yeah, oh, a chance you answer? Oh, yeah how is this fair
2: you do you get do. a chance yeah. you write down that's why you write, you write it down
12: that's my answer you
2: have it written down i do yeah. okay, okay. No.
12: Well, I Let's put see Julia. It. I did, too. <laughs> Show That's your paper. Good. I put Rob Julia Ross, as well. Julia
1: Rob Cross. Yeah. Rob
7: Cross? Also yes, Rob, Rob Cross. Cross. Also Rob Cross? <laughs> also
2: Rob Cross. <laughs> yes. Yeah.
9: yeah. I, I didn't have time. I had to think, and then she he said markers
2: that
12: down. That's not fair. All right, so Look. Dan's
2: running away with this. Dan's in the lead
12: with right. 10
7: points, and it's Anna. Right. It's it.
12: on the paper. Yeah, you do. All
7: she right. just wrote it. She just wrote it. Let me get it. But you didn't say it when you
12: couldn't write it. Yeah, no, come on! It's when I like say
2: markers down, That's you have true. to <laughs> stop. That seems crazy.
7: Anna has it made it on the board.
2: And is that tattoo for sublime? Is no, that what that means? it's not. What's it for then? It's just
9: it's the sun. I have a moon on my back, so I put a sun on my wrist.
2: You I think? was 18. Oh, okay, yeah, I, understand. Yeah, was, and I totally yeah. understand.
1: Mm-hmm.
2: I got the moon on my back, I got the <laughs> sun on my wrist. Yes, it was very meaningful at the time, I think. So, is that the end of the game, Fez? Oh, no, some more questions. The game drags on, <laughs> ladies and gentlemen. <laughs>
7: <laughs> who knows? Uh, it's, we're finding out who knows hey, SiriusXM. We, the XM. we the all, best. all know. We all know. Fred was on. <laughs> Next question What legendary artist is Channel 70 named for on SiriusXM radio? 70. <laughs> what legendary oh. artist is Channel 70 Did named for on SiriusXM
2: radio? Are you
12: cheating? What? Really? How?
2: We should take five no. off for this one. Texting. Um, <laughs> I'm
12: not She just, she, she, she Lauren,
2: just Lauren, caught she you. She I'm she not cheating. How you I cheating? She just caught you cheating.
12: Because I'm, cheating. Cheating? You more cheating. More Cause cause I'm checking Twitter? Oh, yeah, yeah. Cheater. Yes. the
2: phone Oh, they're writing everything. No, they're not. Oh, Jesus. It's not
11: Twitter. Send her back to down the hall. I don't
2: know. And then she just wrote... Uh, I'm on the Ron and Faye show. <laughs> Tune in to hear all the crazy. That's
12: NYC Vixen on Twitter, everybody. Uh, NYC Vixen. Out, James. Oh,
2: jeez. Oh, oh, God.
12: I don't <laughs> know Z. about that name. WSIA. Now that we're all NYC plugged, Vixen all on Twitter. unplugged ourselves.
2: By the way, huh? now that you got Twitter up. Oh,
1: I could.
2: Um, Tim Tebow <laughs> traded to the Jets. Part of the deal is allowing Rex Ryan to who clean his feet before every game. <laughs>
12: who, who tweeted that? Stop. We can't. Opie.
2: Opie. <laughs> Alright, let's get hysterical. back to the game oh, Did
12: you see that? I saw that looking at each other's papers Huh? What? <laughs>
7: Alright, back uh, to the game Alright, let's do this What legendary artist is Channel 70 named for On Sirius XM Radio Hans Banan, your answer
2: Morocco <laughs> What? Morocco That's an artist? Yes, you know, Morocco <laughs> All the kids love them. Oh, like, like, <laughs> <laughs> Dubstep. <Yeah. laughs> False you were smart just to give an answer though, because it could have been Morocco.
7: <laughs> Dandy down the Donovan
11: Pearls, Dan Pearlman. I actually know this. BB King Radio.
7: Oh
2: fuck! I'm sorry. You <laughs> should take five points off. Dan For is killing this. Dominating. Nobody else got BB no. King. No, I, I wrote Bruce. About Dylan. No, but uh, there are two B's in that answer, so yeah, no. I, I have should one B. I
12: said, one B? No. I said Bruce. I said Bruce.
2: Give them at least two point five. We need me. point five. I've got it. I said Bruce. Oh, I thought I thought it. It. <laughs> if you're gonna do that, I'm you should go right. Morocco a couple times. Can we points. get a curve? Morocco is, was a, was a Dan, good. Dan, how'd one. you know that? You big BB King fan?
11: Well, I know I listen I listen a lot to like, real jazz, which is '67, and mm-hmm. I know it goes. Well, I know BB King, and I, when it said '70. I know by the genre that it would be like jazz and blues is around that area.
2: As dull as it was, that was the most exciting thing that happened during this game. <laughs>
4: oh, this is,
2: asked, seriously, this would have been so much easier if we're bringing the interns in and drowning them. <laughs> it's Waterboarding. The it's painful radio I've ever been a part of. <laughs> I'm sorry. <laughs> uh. We're an XL channel. In jeopardy, we have all these
11: fun kids here. In jeopardy, they have months to make up like an exciting anecdote right. to share. But uh, we're going on the fly here. One time, <laughs> <laughs> all right,
2: Ben. What's the next start. question? Let's do it. T- He's a comedian. Uh, His idea just, is to be a comedian. Uh, one time, yeah, I was going uh, to real jazz, and it's, it's an interesting, interesting story.
11: <laughs> uh, yeah.
3: So I did. You gotta pass out pillows
1: when you saw that one. Oh! oh okay. Anna.
11: I got what oh, do I have? 50 Fifteen points. So I'll it all 10. right. Oh,
2: oh, so What is that? Seriously. Bad. Seriously. Oh, People need to get out their aggression. Dan, you yeah. are you're bragging about being Watley's bitch boy. There's something <laughs> going on Whoa, between you We know he wants a twink. <laughs> Say, oh, oh,
12: oh my face. god! Wow.
2: <laughs> Next question. Okay, carry on. Like, he doesn't even As move. We were. Off I'm of gonna you more
8: ahead. in chef. Negative five. What's <laughs> that? What's going on? I just know I'm winning and
2: beating Lauren. That's oh, all oh, I know. She has negative. Yeah, can I tell you what something? What the hell, Hans? Negatives. Come on now. Hans is the only one who thought to go to supercuts before he came in here today. <laughs> oh, oh, with a so
12: people people's in in hair haircut. 10. <laughs> 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 Looking
3: good, Hans.
2: <laughs> Hans, what is the ethnic background that you're dealing with? <laughs> <The> ethnic
12: background, <laughs> really Puerto Rican.
2: Really? Shit.
12: Me too. Are you really? Seriously? Don't we look like this? No, same you're Canadian. Oh,
2: you're stop. Puerto Rican. You're living a life. Portuguese.
12: You're all over
2: North America. Ah, uh, yep. See how many people alike. are writing uh, dirty things to NYC Vixen. Oh,
12: oh my God. I'm really yes, qu- please tweet me would, dirty things. Why, why would you have the name I'm NYC Donner. Vixen? Because well, yeah. I'm the Vixen of NYC. Oh,
2: my God. That's like, like a That's, 12 you know year what a 12-year-old Oh, oh come there. on. Yeah. Well, <laughs> you should put nice girl. That should be your okay. Twitter name. Nice girl. Thing. Nice girl doing nice things. Nice girl Call 17
12: nice girl. at seriesxm.com. Hit up the email.
2: Tell her, tell I said, nicegirl17
12: At SiriusXM.com, hit so up Dina nice herself. You oh, her you shameless, her to shameless. Um, I, I take it after Jim Norton. I'm a plug for
2: WSI. Oh my God! other things start with What's the next question?
7: Next question is: Whose show can be heard live every Monday at 6 p.m. On Sirius XM's Hair Nation. Oh. Whose show can be heard live every Monday at 6 p.m. in the East on Sirius XM's Hair doing? Nation?
12: Lexi is looking at my paper, Ron. I mean, Fez, Ron. You know what something? What a, t- a tattle tale. Snitches
2: get stitches. Yeah, in Snitches, in really.
12: Then so, what did she just write me after checking my Twitter? How about that, Ron? Come <laughs> no, on. I don't
2: remember that. Yeah, I do I,
12: I, I, I know I got this one. I know I got this one. All right, one. so let's just. I'm not even going <laughs> to write so <I'm> anything
2: <laughs> back I, into the I, I
12: got positive. This. I'm Anna, <laughs> don't
2: give up. I'm, I'm just going
3: <laughs> to... No, you Anna. You can't do that. You Anna
2: now, Fez. Is this right? She doesn't want to be here this summer. No, I do. Uh, is she this does, right? Yeah, that's nice. Is it right? Yeah.
9: Really? Wait? Let me see. Can I yeah. see? I'm not going to write. What it. What does it say? <laughs> you can't read that. No. I got
2: mine.
12: All right, in, let's go. It come come on, I want to put How points on the I boards. Move? All right, I know Lauren's I got this one, Fez. Fez, I got it.
2: Fez, you've turned this into a bad fucking card trip to Wildwood. Lauren, your answer.
12: Luke, Carl. Who? Oh, oh, are you serious? Oh, you you suck. No. Uh, you so suck. Your negative points suck. for being so confident. Anna, your, <laughs> yes. number,
7: your na- answer.
12: I didn't have one. I put Jose. Is that right? Who's Jose? Jose Mangan? <laughs> yeah.
2: Hands and bananas, what do you have? Howard Stern? <laughs> <laughs> no, oh, come
7: on. Howard Stern am <laughs> yeah. You are not trying to even be <laughs> no. intern you know 2012.
2: He's also got the slouch of a real rebel over there. <laughs> <laughs> You've lost, it you. You lost hey, your Hey, uh, Ron, would
12: you intern. like to see we'll the dirty tweets that people are sending me on Twitter right
2: now? Let's see what they're sending to NYC Vixen. It's her radio personality. Since you're a tweeter, can you keep me updated while I run? Wow, she's cute. I'm in here listening. You got it, baby. Can you real be an intern when you're in your 40s? That's mean. Oh, Ooh. Let's see the pussy or tits, at least. Oh, no. awful. It,
12: can we stop oh. cheating? Stop <laughs> cheating. <laughs> we said nice things.
2: Uh, Shout out
12: to Kurt Love on sending me nice tweets. I just,
2: uh, unfortunately, I just put oh. somebody in for spam. Oh. I just reported them for spam. <laughs> <laughs> Oops. So you are getting people following, uh, paying attention to you. And there's the contest as a virgin? Hmm. Ooh. I can hear you, says Magic Spider. Good luck in the interned Olympics. Bring home the gold.
12: Who wrote that? I've gotten that's, one that's like nice. so far on my Facebook. What's that? Nothing. You don't want to do it? <laughs> no, I want it. What you you should
2: to? stay away from these listeners.
12: <laughs> no. Yeah, no Don Stugatz is writing to you. <laughs> yeah. Uh,
2: all right. right. Let's. Uh, so do we have a winner? Did okay. anybody get?
7: Dandy Don, what was your answer?
2: Uh, the beautiful Gail King. Gail King. That sounds
11: right. Not on Hair Nation. Yeah. No, no, no. Like a hairstyle show.
7: The answer to that was Eddie Trunk.
12: Damn. Man. Eddie oh, really? Trunk. I thought it was I on said. Sundays. Is he still alive? <laughs> was
7: it, was he on the Sunday, yeah, the Yeah, what happened Boniard? there? Yeah, he was.
9: Pretty okay. sure I said now that. Now on
7: Hair Nation. Okay. Next question. Whose funeral... Funeral. Fun- Whose funeral um. was broadcast live on Sirius XM's Heart and Soul channel... On February 18th. Whose funeral was broadcast live on Sirius XM's Heart and Soul channel on February 18th? February 18th. Yeah, I got, I
2: got Eddie Trunk. <laughs> <laughs>
7: yeah. Eddie <laughs> Trunk's all over. At least from the Boneyard. All right, I think I got this I think so, too. So. Hands yeah, bananas, what's your answer? February 18th, the 14th was a Tuesday. Um,
1: <laughs> I got
12: I don't know. Fred Astaire.
2: <laughs> Fred Astaire, he,
1: he doesn't
2: care. No, no
7: me. Steph me.
1: My turn. My turn. No, why? Not hers. No, we're going my, fucking to go.
9: Holy shit. We're going to go to Thank you. Oh. Whitney Houston. We said that together. Oh, oh. I, got I got it from
7: Fez. Final
2: I let you therefore.
12: Fez. You are her Whitney hero. Houston. <laughs> Whitney Houston also
2: <laughs> correct. Whitney Woo-hoo. Houston. You know why I feel better? I don't think any of the other interns like NYC Vixen. Well, I-
12: I don't know, but they've
2: all been making like little snide remarks. I
12: nice girl, okay? Whoa. Yeah, but she, like nice- but she won't be. She won't be. Lauren, that's just yeah. my Twitter persona. I'm a nice girl. So what are you what doing I'm on the on the
2: Twitter? Are you talk to I, any I, people? I, no.
12: <laughs> no I, I just tweet funny things. And like, uh, what's
2: one of the funny things you tweet?
12: I tweeted a picture of Chris Brown today, uh-huh. and he posted a picture of him and his friends. I said you, you misspelled convicts wrong. Oh. Uh, ha, 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 ha. See how funny I am? No. That's good stuff. <laughs> Lexi, what was your answer? Whitney Houston. Why, of course.
2: Everybody said Whitney Houston. <laughs> <laughs> Did I, no, oh, sometimes. those hands, bananas. I missed, I? Yeah. yeah. I got Houston. Yeah, Whitney Houston. He put Houston, down yeah. any trunk.
12: No, that's <laughs> Fred Astaire. Any <laughs> trunk. <laughs> Fred Astaire. <laughs> <laughs> Fred Astaire. <laughs> All right.
7: I said it was recently.
12: <laughs> LOL. It was a memorial sir.
7: Next question. Safety procedures here at Sirius XM Satellite oh. Radio. Oh
12: goodness gracious!
7: Where is the nearest fire extinguisher in regards to this studio? Where's the nearest fire extinguisher in regards to this studio?
1: Hmm. Look around.
12: <laughs> um. Holy crap, Fez! Where'd you pull that one from?
7: Trust me, I'm always worried about uh, any sort of disaster in this Damn. building. Answers already?
12: Yes. Can I use a I'm lifeline? I'm confident with mine.
7: Make sure you write your answer down or it won't count.
12: All right. We're good.
7: Hans banans. where is the nearest fire extinguisher in regards to this studio? Uh,
2: by the bathroom? That's a urinal, hands banans. <laughs> it's not going to put out a lot of fires.
7: <laughs> Dandy Don, the Don of All Pearls, Dan Pearlman.
2: That's a good question. Fires
11: can't be extinguished at Sirius
7: That's XM true. Radio.
11: I hate the thought of that. It's
2: true. Mm-hmm. Oh. I thought we have them here in the ceilings.
11: We, we actually
7: shouldn't... have fire extinguishers, That the handheld ones. I didn't know that. Besides the sprinkler system. Oh, okay. All right, let's go with Anna. Uh,
9: over there.
2: Over there. <laughs> over there radio where? Radio not
9: a visual medium. They don't know where She's I'm She's right,
2: dude.
7: It's right over there. I'm pointing right at it. She's right. Give it to her over there. Uh, what's your answer, Lexi? Um, well, we didn't get one. Didn't. My answer.
12: My answer is thank you. Oh, Harrison! Oh, nice. yeah. All right, it. she's coming back. Um, Bitch, I'm I think that. that. I think you. I think <laughs> you have it, and I think it's in your seat. Oh! oh wow. Sorry, dude, that, that, that is not a
7: fire
2: extinguisher. <laughs> you're just happy God. to see me?
1: Whoa. You crazy bitch! Oh! 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 Oh!
2: And Lauren. Stop trying to make um, this entertaining. He's moving on. He wants
1: just direct
9: answers.
2: <laughs> Nothing but... This is... At the end of this, one of you guys will be getting your driver's license.
12: Look you're in the I'm going to say... By the lockers. There's lockers?
2: We have lockers here? What? Yes. <laughs> yeah, now they, they all come lockers. in and change into our radio clothes. <laughs> yes.
1: <laughs> Great jumpsuit I have. Lockers. You know how it is.
9: Where are they, though, just in case we need to yeah,
1: know? Yeah, we really Back need
7: to, need
2: to know. We're up in the air here. Anna,
7: you're right. It is over there. Over there, just outside the door. It I is It is just outside the door of this studio. Woo. Thank you. All right, okay. time for our bonus question. Oh. <laughs> this, how, much, how much is that worth? This one worth 10 points. Chance oh, to could, catch up. This could yeah. have been
2: worth 1,000 points. Can
7: we make Where it 15? are the elevators? Can we it 1,000?
3: <laughs> oh, shit. Oh, fucking hate. This hands is an hands. extreme frisbee points. Okay. Oh, we won the tournament, though.
7: All right, everyone, write down your answer. According to the SiriusXM website...
2: Uh, Mr. Hands, somebody just had a pizza delivered here.
7: (laughs) (laughs) How many... What's that from? Uh, Fast Times.
2: He's answering it like it's real.
7: (laughs) (laughs) According to the SiriusXM website, how many commercial-free music channels does the company have? Closest to the answer without going over. Oh. We'll get ten points added to their score. According to the SiriusXM website, how many commercial-free music channels... Does the company have?
12: Can I okay. phone a friend?
2: Fez has made these questions so much fun for all of us. <laughs> <laughs> all right. You really twisted and turned our way through this. Going pretty sweet. <laughs> what is it, Hans? Come on, get one, Hans. 200? 200. <laughs> well, how would you know? Isn't it the closest one?
7: It's the closest one without going over.
2: Oh, okay. Over. Without going over? <laughs> yes, that's 200. Okay. It's pretty fucking high.
7: <laughs> Dandy Don, the Don of all pearls. Dan Pearlman, what Please is don't your say answer? Name. I
2: said 70.
7: 70. Mm-hmm. All right, let's check with Anna. I was going to go with 170. 170. Um. Let's it down.
12: Wait, about me. Mm-hmm. Uh,
7: 140. 140. And Lexi? A lot.
2: That's true. Mm. Mm.
12: (laughs) I think that's the closest.
7: The correct answer is... 71. Wow. 71.
9: That's a lot. Well, that was what I said. I'm dyslexic, Who had 70? so
7: I said 170. Dandy Don, Dom, Dan Perlman. If wow. You, if you divide mine by
3: three. <laughs> oh, shit. Oh, fuck. <laughs> Hands is up with everyone's shit.
7: He is. I think it's a lot. So that makes our intern of the oh, summer of 2012,
12: Canada! Lauren! <laughs> Dandy Don, the
7: Donaville Pearls, Dan Perlman. Now most Canada about this company? <laughs> Thank you.
12: Good job, Dan Perlman. Woo! I'm proud of you.
2: I, I think mix. that we can all be happy that we just spent the worst 45 minutes of our life.
12: <laughs> just 45 and, minutes. Yes. The ending was wow. nice.
2: Yeah. Of course. This times is times. something that would never happen in terrestrial radio. So you, I just want to point that out to you. I really
12: learned something today. Thank you, yeah. Fez.
2: What'd you what learn? did
12: you learn? Um, that there is a lot of stations without commercials. <laughs> <laughs> that. <Yes. laughs> Whitney Houston. She, doesn't even she know died. The died. Whitney now. Houston died. <laughs> Jose is. Not the Hair Nation guy. No. Uh, Sorry, the music. Julia, Jess, are actually Rob Cross. <laughs> did Why I write it on so many different oh, people? No. I got
9: it. Oh, I got
11: I it. Got it. Oh, yeah, I got Rob Cross. Yeah. There's a the fire
12: got, extinguisher got, uh, over there. Eddie Trunk. Eddie Trunk is dead. Why yeah, did you write Eddie it on though. all
3: yes. those people? We pieces all pieces. miss <laughs> Eddie Trunk.
12: I've it's learned lots of good things today.
3: That guy didn't see that Huffington Post article. Or else he'd be fucking dead again.
12: <laughs> He's like the little voice
2: We're not, Where are all you guys are Most of you girls are all working in the music department yeah. Yes yeah. Sir. Yeah. Yeah. Was it a nightmare
12: No, no. no way
2: You loving it This was a nightmare
12: <laughs> oh. Oh. oh shit
2: Hey I'll um, check your green card
7: <laughs> <laughs> Cute
2: The uh we're going to start and do this every day with you guys. Oh, every day? single oh, no. day. <laughs> see if you get better and better. The same question? I'm going to quit. Yeah, same question. Oh, okay. wow. I could do that. we all get 100.
12: I could do that. <laughs> same time. Only if I can have Do a you cigar. guys want to
2: stay on radio now that you've had this taste? Yeah? Yes.
12: You yep. might try porn. Oh. Oh. Whoa. I'm Where just kidding. Go? Honey, <laughs> you, <Wow>. honey <laughs>
2: seriously, you got a body for radio. No, <laughs> that's an old joke. It's an old gag. You all did great. You all did fantastic, and you're all leaving with your Just Jenny pens.
1: Whoa. Whoa. Just Jenny
2: pens. Congratulations. We break. Thank you. We'll so be right back. Matter of show. <laughs>
5: Fez Wally. The Ron and Fez Show. More Ron and Fez next. I'm brand new. Everything I do is always brand new. I'm on the premise of reality.
2: On a show, If you stayed with us through intern uh, Olympics, we thank you. I almost left a couple times.
3: Could to see Danny Don taking the gold. It is. I'm
2: very, very proud of half of our interns. Uh, the other half I'm humiliated by and disgusted with.
3: i tell you now, I didn't see this one coming. I didn't see hands and Dance hands tanking so hard. Uh...
2: The Dan Man has been all over everything all year, and you know it. He's He's spectacular.
3: Solid. solid as a rock.
2: He's solid. Solid as a rock. No, he's phenomenal. Uh, but Hans Benin's the person that, well, other than the nickname, does he have a lot else going for him?
3: Big win with the uh, Ultimate Frisbee. I mean, that he's coming off that.
2: Uh, By the way, uh, Canada is just crushed. I did a little joke. Crushed.
3: Not feeling good about yourself?
2: No. And I had to say, come
3: on, you know me.
2: Mix shit up.
3: Oh, she'll load some music down. Music programming will be good.
2: I'd be going out of my mind if I had to be stuck down in music programming. I'd feel like a future Rob Cross. Going like this. Where does this take me? Picking bands? Oh, wait. That would be fun. (laughs) Rob Cross is the man who made the shins big.
3: He's the guy. He's the fucking kingmaker.
2: He's the guy behind the guy who knows the other guy.
3: That's fucking deep.
2: That's too deep, actually, to have any power. Once it gets to that point, there's three away. Um, I also want to thank Jonathan, Jonathan Swartz, who's been uh, kicking ass for us on the board today. And staying with us the rest of the week, uh, Jonathan? Yep, all week. Now, where do you normally work? Uh, the Sinatra channel?
7: I work with Rob, actually, on All Nation and XMU. Oh,
2: see. We have another Jonathan Swartz. Uh, tell, me lot, uh, tell me the truth. When you're with Rob on XMU, is, he, is his ear constantly out for new music? Is he constantly listening for every single thing?
7: I think every day he pretty much has 20 new CDs on his desk.
2: And Man. every day he says he broke a band. Every day of his life, he, uh, Rob Cross broke a brand new band. He's got a good ear. And he'll break your uh, garage bin. If you're at home, he would love to break you. Oh, this is the uh, poker movie I'm going to be uh, doing something on.
3: Yeah, that's right.
2: See, I prefer to get it like this, so it's I can the, watch it in the comfort of my home. It's the best way. Not go to a screening room like an animal and have to sit there and get free liquor and food. Wait, why?
3: There's free liquor at these things. Well, they
2: want us to like it.
3: Can I start going to? Yes. The oh, fuck yeah! Let's come on.
2: Come with me with the one I'm doing tomorrow. I got nobody to sit with. Get fucked. Yeah.
3: Free liquor. Free yeah. movie.
2: I've been in there with people smoking joints. What? Chopping rails.
3: It sounds more like a house party than a fucking screen. It's
2: big pimping. They want everybody to love their movies.
3: Shit, I love all sorts of movies. <laughs> Come on. I'm very corruptible.
7: What are you going to see tomorrow?
3: Um,
2: I don't even know the name of it. It's an indie film. I probably... Small film. Yeah, I'm not That's supposed to even give these away. Because yeah. sometimes some of the films I, I see, I don't have to guest on for like another 30 days or <laughs> yeah. 20 days.
3: This one would be months. Yeah, it months gives away. me
2: time to let it percolate a little bit. It lets me think. Hmm. Uh, Dave, you're on The Run of Fez Show.
8: Yes, Ronnie. I'm going to tell you why Hans Bonanza is the overall winner of this whole deal. He's coming off a big win with the Frisbee, and he proved that this contest was stupid, and he wasn't participating in it, because he's above all that.
2: That's he, you know what? I was waiting for Watley to jerk and not in his ass and just say, hey, I don't want you to shit all over mine. Well, this is but dilemma. if you notice, that got the other kids to start acting like they didn't
3: care. Like that's the, it got the okay. Right. You know?
2: Like when you're a substitute teacher, you got to make sure that even the first kid doesn't start shit with you.
3: It's like prison. You know fuck it, let one person punk you and then it's fucking on.: then That's the
2: way I see the world. The world is just a prison, and we're stuck here, basically by our need for this atmosphere and by gravity.
3: Fuck that shit. I wouldn't mind floating around, but you know, can't breathe in a vacuum.
2: That's exactly it. I mean, when you look at what we got outside of Earth, it's unlivable. It blows. And people be like, yeah, the world sucks. Go somewhere else
3: because you're not going to be able to fucking deal with that. I mean, the best we can hope for is like a moon colony, possibly Mars. And what's the odds of that working out unless
2: this planet stays working? Yeah, I mean, there old... you're, you're never going to sustain yourself.
3: It's a fucking death sentence pretty much. What are they going yeah. to fucking have greenhouses all the time? No. can't live on that Those shit. Those greenhouses
2: ain't going to work out for
3: anybody. Fuck that.
2: So when people get around like, I don't give a shit what happens to Earth. Dude, that's all we got.
3: People don't care.
2: As far as we can tell, there ain't even nothing else that even works, and even the things that we say might work, we can't get there. Can you fucking imagine?
3: Yeah, we're never gonna we're never getting faster than light travel. I mean, we're stuck in the fucking solar system. We're
2: never leaving. You're never leaving Twin Oaks. That's it.
3: I guess like there's like the boathouse would be the other fucking.
2: Exactly. The other. (laughs) You're not getting to the boathouse. You're staying in Chichester. And no Centauri
3: or yeah, whatever.
2: nothing you can do about it. Fuck it. I'll tell you, that Lauren just comes in just yelling. Yeah. She was just laying Fez out every decision. Canada, you see, she's she's such a troublemaker. I'm, I'm wondering how her and bananas. Banan's banana, and I'm not going to bring up what area she's from, no. always tries her best. Always cares about the
3: team. That's right. Anna, fantastic. i like to see her with Dan. Oh, that'd be wonderful. In my
2: dreams, Dan and Anna will have a little baby.
3: Oh, that's great. Like an intern baby. He's blushing in here. Oh, Danny Don.
2: But the only person that really plays the chicks is (laughs) is Bananas. Fucking guy. I'm telling you. He had that nyc vixen she was sliding off her chair when he started going
3: that's right they can't resist the hands Mm-mm. like oh i wonder why hands is his name because he's got the magic hands i mean he's fucking fantastic with the frisbee and with the ladies
2: and the way that he just is like fuck you to the man and i ain't whatever. playing your games morocco
3: that's a fucking artist right
2: and i'm like if fez takes this he will never get it back He'll never get his team back. He passed me over the agenda. I don't know what I did with it. Oh no, I got one in front of me that's all just fucking written, all those kinds of shit. Uh, I'm very happy about this. It's up on the eye bang. Um, Michael Bay says this: "Take a breath and chill, you fat fanboys <laughs> who think that you can sit and judge me. It's going to be better." than you would ever believe. Stop worrying about it. This is why I like Michael Bay. And it ain't for his movies, but for his attitude. And then after that, he threw a baby panda to his attack dogs and let them
3: pull it apart. Supervillain? Yeah. He doesn't give a shit. Fucking George George Lucas should have taken this from the get-go.
2: Yeah. This is the thing. Michael Bay, everybody says that he makes awful fucking films. Except for Michael Bay, Michael Bay will tell you, "I just made another awesome fucking film,"
3: and people believe him and show up. And guess what, motherfucker it was under budget. Hollywood loves me. Fucking buy me shit.
2: Right? I'm gonna be fucking cruising the rest of my life, and you fucking nothing happening. Ham and Eggers are stuck in Huntsville. But you gotta admire a guy who's just like tells his audience, "Shut up." It's fucking You're great. going to like it. It's going to be a turtle that talks. That's to, all you fucking assholes
3: like. you' are going to have fucking swords. They're going to blow some shit up. It's going to be awesome.
2: I see Punchy even backed him up. And Punchy doesn't back up anybody on the Bank.
3: Oh, Punch. Look at you and the fucking bacon. I
2: think how Punchy was hypnotized. Um, craziness, though. It's craziness how these people want to judge the movie... Before it's even been done.
3: Well, they hear aliens, they hear that, oh, that's not the original source material, so fuck you, Michael Bay. And plus, you know, he, he well, got Guess Michael- what?
2: I just saw cowboys and aliens. <laughs> there was no such thing. And we sat and watched that piece of shit.
7: Michael Bay puts that out there, the aliens thing, to rile people up. Then he gets upset when they get riled.
2: He didn't get upset at all, dude. He just fucking said, shut up. <laughs> Chill the fuck out. You're, I'll take you to fucking Bayside. Oh man, And he just sounds... fucking points at the side of his fist. I'll take you to a quick trip to Bayside. Oh,
3: that's kind of scary.
2: Heinz uh, Ward, since we did all the football news today, uh, has ended his career. Obviously, he could come and play with the New York Jets. <laughs> and Heinz <laughs> has decided... No, by the way... Uh, ESPN has already come up with a 10-point list why this is an idiotic idea to bring Tebow to New York. (laughs) And it's just circus stuff. Basically all the stuff that we said.
3: That's fucking great.
2: Um, And I did not, when the first person sent it in, I'm like, I gotta get verification because this story is too ridiculous. I didn't have to get verification yesterday when fucking Manning was making a move. No. Because that made sense
3: totally fucking bad shit. They're just going to run the fucking wildcat constantly and I don't know what else.
2: Albert Einstein's uh, complete archives are going to be posted online. Anything that Einstein ever uh, wrote in his life, whether it was mathematics problems, oh, whether shit. it was a letter to an ex-lover, everything has been posted by Hebrew University of Jerusalem. Now, you remember last year uh, when they lost the Rose Bowl um, on that kick in the last couple of minutes. They ended up losing. Uh, and we all felt okay. terrible about it. That was now they got something good. Um, but here's the interesting thing and I never knew. Uh, Albert Einstein used for conditioner cornstarch. So every morning, he would get up Wash his hair and cornstarch. That's corn how he got that shit looking yeah. like that? Yeah, and then he would do a blowout. <laughs> Spray it. Sure. Do a full blowout, and then go running out into the streets.
3: Why? Because you never really saw him without that crazy hair. Um, That's impressive.
2: Now, the story that you put up, Hicks. Yes. Uh, the editor actually wrote to me today and said, Do we even want to do this? <laughs> this seems scary. <laughs> A Chinese uh, gangster yeah. got his phone hacked.
3: Looks like uh, the phone was found or hacked, and then people went through the phone and found a bunch of pictures of this, off the, of the cell phone, of this of supposed Chinese gangster. I'm saying Chinese gangster because the Chinese guy with a bunch of bot- all over his body sitting in front of a stack of cash. He actually said
2: this If any of you motherfuckers
3: <laughs> say something about
2: my Chinese
3: origin, that fucking scene was great. Uh, what a character, though, huh? Yeah, this this the, the fucking length to the full album and just the pictures on the entire banger. It's hysterical. He's hey, he's never wearing a shirt. Now, why should <laughs> he when he's flashing that body? Fuck yeah. And just fucking giant stacks of cash of whatever their currency is over yeah, there. Yeah, pink I mean, money. Yeah, crazy pink money.
2: Just, and then it looks like he's staying at his grandmother's house. <laughs>
3: just weird fucking throw fucking pillows. And he's just rocking his Porsche. Rocking his Porsche at the beach. Oh, yeah, the Benz. Uh, and then... Showing that
2: he's humiliating somebody that owes him money or whatever.
3: This guy's face is all fucked up. They put a shoe on top of his head.
2: Made him bite down on something. They just embarrassed him.
3: And looks like they're possibly torturing him by doing something to his fingers. I don't know what. At best, light torture. Yeah. Oh, and here he's just counting stacks of cash.
2: Hey, how are we doing? <laughs> Why well, he's wearing a nice purse or a satchel? As some of the young men call it.
3: There's more cars, more shirtless fucking pictures. This guy never wears a fucking shirt. He has different color shoes on too, like Liam here. Let's see. Yeah, there he is, one red and one yellow. This guy don't give a fuck. And here he is with a puppy. So he does. Has, has what kind fu- of dog is that? That is, uh, I think that's pretty popular. It, it's a mastiff. That's really, that's like a sign that uh, you're a baller in China.
2: See, here's the thing those mastiffs look like they've, they look like a bear or some shit.
3: Yeah, they're giant, fucking big giant black dogs. But yeah, that's a sign that you're really loaded in China to have mastiffs.
2: Um, somebody what? wrote in Hicks buys all his Abel Ferreira boots from this guy. $3 <laughs> for two. <laughs>
3: More stacks of cash. Chinese
2: gangsters and Fez Watley proving purses aren't just for women. You ever thinking about a satchel, Fez?
7: Yeah, I, would th- I think I would need a big bag because once I started putting stuff in it, mm-hmm. I would put more and more stuff in it.
2: What you could do is take your papers from that game, light them on fire, and stick them in that big bag. It's an expensive bag. You know what you could call your big bag? What's that? I never even tried the bag. You love this Chinese guy.
3: It's just, it's just—you never see shit like this. And this guy didn't give a fuck. And it's like dangerous and silly and fucking funny and just nuts, all in the same fuck, all the same series of pictures. Madness. Yeah, it's, fuck, it's fucking just, madness at the fucking <laughs> edge of town. <laughs> it's just great shit to go through, and really a lot of ink on this guy.
2: Of uh, Florida Pro Drive said, uh, "Damn, he's got stacks on his deck." He balls so hard, motherfuckers try to find him. Yeah. Prove you don't need work when you're out, when you're big balling. <laughs> this may be outtakes from Hangover 2. He's greater community. No, it's a different Kendall says, that guy wishes that Ronnie B would have found that phone. He'd have returned it without snooping. That's, hey, that's what I do. That's... I don't feel the need to go.
3: You are just a good Samaritan and, frankly, a hero. You return it.
2: I don't think of myself as a hero, but if everybody wants to call me that.
3: You're a hero. I have returned phones. You're a hero.
2: I would have simply said, here, Ling Ling. I didn't even look inside. If you want to give me a stack of big pink money, I'd love to. But if you and your balls start fucking putting your hands on me, I'm going to start fucking up Chinamen.
3: I think someone figured out it's about 250 grand, American, and the giant stacks of cash.
2: I've seen the same pictures of Anthony when he's at the
3: fucking casino.
2: <laughs> does he have puppies with him too? Yeah, he always does.
9: Oh. Nice. You
3: can see that he's proud of his cars and his.
2: I also love the video of the Hasidic Jewish kid, Uh, that he's uh, a soul man. It's just hysterical. Nice. Let's get dancing. Here's the thing I love about this kid you know nobody taught him to dance like that that kid's dancing like he's from Philly
3: he's got the soul inside of him he does Jewish soul
2: (laughs) kid's dancing like he's at uh, basically the Limwood dance and look at the band so stupid they go into an undanceable song
3: Really annoys the shit out of me. Don't they realize they can't keep this fucking down tempo shit going for this kid? Just drop it off because it's so heartbreaking. He had it there for a second.
2: I like to see Hines with the Jets now. I want to see everybody go to the Jets.
3: (sighs) He should. He should fucking realize he still's got fucking years left. I thought I'd not see him fucking retiring.
2: Uh, He got all caught up in ballroom dancing, the big BD. That's all he cares about now.
3: God damn you, Dancing with the Stars. You're taking away our athletes. I could not bear to watch that fucking show. My like, I've seen clips show, of it. So I had to sit through a bunch of episodes. I can't them.
2: understand why you would watch those people.
3: They're not playing for money. It's not like any reward at the end. It's like a big, stupid fucking trophy.
2: But they get paid, right?
3: I think is a like weekly salaries since they're on the show. It's fucking bizarre. And it was, I think it's finally... People starting to get tired of it. Oh, are they? No, it's still doing giant numbers, but like less giant. Like the same thing they said about But it went Idol.
2: up against um, the fucking Voice.
3: Voice. There you go.
2: Let's see what they're both doing. See if we can get rating points on both of them. And then I'll figure out where to put the wrong Fez ads.
3: Okay. All right. All right, NBC, mm-hmm. which has the Voice, average at 3.8... And then CBS had 3.1. So that fucking both of them are down. Looks like. I think they're they're basically cannibalizing their audience, I think. Same people watching that shit.
2: Yeah, because the same people watch every fucking reality show out there. There's not like people who like some reality shows. You either like reality shows or you don't.
3: Oh, The Bachelor's on. But wait, should I watch The Voice? It's like if
2: you're a football fan, you just watch football. You don't give a shit what they're throwing at you. No, it's, it's on, let's do it. Good, let's do this. <laughs> let's fucking strap in. If we got time, Fezzy, you want to do another uh, internal Olympics and the show up today?
7: Oh, no, that's okay. That's, uh, I think uh, Dandy Don Perlman uh,
2: proved his medal there. When, uh, didn't we ever learn from Fred that no is never in an improv? Oh, it's Fred. always yes and Oh, Fred, where are you right now? People are just starting to get into that. They're just fucking catching on where we're coming with that.
3: Oh, Fred. It's like I can't even remember what he looks like. And then like
2: when there. the last question was worth 10 points, and was just like all the other questions, I was like, what the fuck is going to happen now, man?
3: We should have pulled... 10 up, points. We should have pulled out a revolver and just fucking... Gave everybody the choice? Deer Hunter. Just fucking Deer Hunter with the interns. I could scream out at them. <laughs> Hans Bananas is carrying fucking <laughs> done. Down the fucking elevator shaft.
2: I thought that uh, that Hans Bananas and um, NYC Vixen had something going on together. I yeah. Call me fucking old fashioned, but there was a spark there.
3: Like after the show today. I don't know, I don't wanna say anything, but I think I know I know where hands bananas is going down that hall. place some fucking moves down.
2: Fuzzy, what's in the Whatley said
3: today?
7: Uh, this deal with Rick Santorum, it's on the Ivy Wire, uh, talking about Dan Savage. So, of course, Dan Savage is the guy who, uh, back a few years, got the internet prank going that Santorum is actually a uh, sexual term, if you Google it. Uh, meaning a frothy mixture of lube and fecal matter that sometimes is the byproduct of anal sex. So someone had asked Rick Santorum what he thought about uh, what he would say to Dan Savage if he got the opportunity. And he would just say, he said, I will pray for him.
2: Oh, that's nice. Now let me ask you this. And you, I'm, I, apparently you're on Dan Savage's side here, right? Yes, I am. Isn't this some kind of bullying when you do this to somebody's name, a guy who's running for something, and you basically call him shit and lube on the internet, how is that not cyberbullying?
3: If they were in high school, he would he would be getting his busted for fucking bullying.
2: Or if Santorum, you know, jumped off a fucking building because he felt like he was mocked, would we all be feeling sorry for him? I just think that there's a, a double thing there. Um... That is a little embarrassing right now. i uh, hold on. Frank in Manhattan has got some numbers for us. Go ahead, Frank.
6: What's up, Ronnie? Hey, I don't have numbers. Just that you know, I I work in media research, and the way they quote numbers in the press are just so meaningless because they don't put them into context. Is it regionals? Is it nationals? Is it local? What was the target demo? Those three eighths. What were the in households?
2: Twenty five. Well, you you got to figure 29. that that there's a much more older audience for this ballroom dancing than there is for The Voice show. But you still, I don't understand why two networks who barely have any powerhouses want to slam them against each other.
5: uh, Because they're they're, they're
6: so afraid of of being counter-programmed so that they want to program like type shows because everybody's so afraid of going out on a limb programming-wise because they don't want to take a chance because there's so much money involved. Because, and you're right, I would think the Dancing with the Stars is 25-54 when the, the, the real golden demo that everybody wants is 18-49. Because they want the younger kids that are going to adopt the product young and use it till the day they die. Which is so ridiculous because our population is getting older every day. Because of the baby boomers are getting older. So your 25-54s, your 55-pluses are becoming huge segments of the population. I, I believe me. I've been doing this for almost twenty years. You try to explain that to advertisers. You try to explain that to programmers, mm-hmm. and they don't want to hear it because the advertisers all say we want to have the hip young audience, and they just don't listen.
2: Yeah, it's always the the craziest shit out there. I remember when I first started in radio, we were like dominating the eighteen thirty uh, fours, right. And then they're like, well, we want you to get to 25 to 54s. I'm like, why would anyone who's 54 want to fucking listen to us? We're a couple of fucking idiots screaming (laughs) shit out and doing shock jock stuff. You know, and they're like, could you aim towards them? I go, well, yeah, we will, but then we'll lose the kids because we're going to look like fucking sellouts, you know? (laughs) Fucking. I don't want to fucking sit around and think about it. I just want to do a show.
6: Yeah, radio's a little bit different than TV, but yeah, that's the the same basic idea.
2: I don't know why they thought that you could sit and aim at a certain age group when you're fucking just telling jokes. You just, whoever likes you likes you, whoever doesn't doesn't. Could you joke more
3: about iPads and Facebook?
5: Right, right. That ridiculous crap like that.
3: Um, Thanks, Frank. Bye, guys. Peace. Kids like Project Axe. Can you just pepper that into your fucking vocabulary a little bit? Hmm.
2: What else is going on, Big Watts?
7: Uh The uh, Newsweek uh, doing their Mad Men issue and going with the retro look on the cover.
2: Yeah, I saw that. You know what? I had a problem with some of that. I thought some of the ads, because they didn't just do it on the cover, they did it throughout the whole magazine, uh-huh. so the ads were done that way. Some of the ads look like they were from the 40s and 50s, and not from 1965.
3: That's where they really fucked up.
2: You know, each ad company can do what they want, but...
3: Even during Mad Men.
2: And was that supposed to be a 1965 cover? Yeah, that... I don't know. The, if That's the truth. It hasn't changed
3: that much. They're dressed in 1965 clothes. Yeah, that's but we met it.
2: like the logo and oh, all yeah. that. Yeah, it, it was supposed to be in 1965. If you like that look, Fez, you're going to like this fucking Magic City fucking thing. Because this is like Mad Men with fucking guns on the beach with chicks. <laughs>
3: That's fucking dope. Like,
2: one of the things they have, Hicks, is like one, they have like a bar that looks into the swimming pool, and chicks are always swimming naked what? while they're partying
3: what? at night. That's fucking the shit.
2: Yeah. It's like old school ballers. But to <laughs> them, like, there's no such thing as rock and roll.
3: So it's all just fucking Sinatra shit.
2: Yeah. Cool.
3: All right. That
2: works. It's really funny how they act like that was the parents that everybody rebelled against, and now everyone's acting like no, that was the shit. All the stuff that the young people rebelled against was fantastic.
3: Yeah, you, you just don't realize. Cool people listen to this shit too. Uh, Charlie, you're on a fez.
5: Ron, we uh we got any Santorum laying around back there. I'm-
2: starving. Oh, that's gross! I'm gonna vomit. You wouldn't eat that, would you, Fez? No, I would avoid eating that. You well, never eat the ass. I
7: might, I might eat the ass, but I wouldn't. Oh eat. my god! I mean, Why I have to be in that, that situation, but I've thought about it a lot. Mm. A lot of what I want to do and what I don't want to do. <coughs> <coughs> I mean, I would try to avoid dude, the dude, Santorum, dude,
2: dude, dude. dude. Oh, okay. We're all better now. Yeah, I guess you can eat the ass if you want to. No one's stopping you. I like his, like, blunt way of just saying it.
3: <laughs> See, but I think that works in that community, though. No, but
2: he's like Mark and Mindy. Like, he just fucking landed here. <laughs> well, he's not too much like Mindy. But he's like gay Mark and straight Mindy. Hey, that makes you Mindy. Fuck. And your goose... And I'm fucking Tom Cruise.
3: Oh, I, well, I don't die. Either. Look, I just proved it. He died, so I'm Tom Cruise. <laughs> that shit was fucking great. They bust out the fucking Pearl Jam.
2: Look how cute that Mindy was. Oh, yeah. She was adorable.
3: I hope that Russian asshole fucking gets his.
2: I don't think he will. I, I think hope, everything's going to be
3: great. I don't... If McConaughey puts him to the majors, not fucking Kenny. Bullshit. I call... Bull fucking shit. I honestly
2: think Kenny's going to kill him. I think we're going to finally get to the point where (laughs) Kenny just murders somebody. We're at the very least looking at a deportation. Big Watts, what's going on swimming around in your head today?
7: That Iran is ready for war. Oh, that's scary. That they're saying any attacks from uh, the U.S. or Israel, we're more than ready. We're more than prepared. Well, don't they always say this? They never
2: are. Well, they never actually go to war. But it's still it's No, still- I mean when before we were with Iraq they were fucking saying, Oh, we'll kick the shit out of you, don't come over here. These the Arabs have a tendency to say that they're ready for stuff when they don't.
3: Yeah, they don't care. They're they
2: remind bad me shit. of guys who walk into a fucking bar with they, they know guns are in there and they're like, I'll smoke all you motherfuckers And then they don't have their
3: own gun. Well, they also know that they can just hide in the desert and pull that, you know, insurgent shit so that we'll just get tired of it and leave. Yeah, it's 10 fucked, years. Yeah, it's fucked up. It's horrific. They're doing
2: a great job bankrupting us, but they ain't <laughs> winning. Yeah. It makes me
7: wonder if they'd want to try something knowing it's like, all right, we've spent uh, over 10 years in Afghanistan. Mm. We're getting out of Iraq. Look, well, like, here's the deal. They
2: ain't stopping this nuclear thing. They ain't doing it. That's the fucking problem. Do you let them build fucking nuclear stuff or do you fucking shoot them? Because there's no way around it. That's why they fucking drive me crazy. You can't talk to these guys.
3: Do we trust them with nuclear weapons? You couldn't. Probably not.
2: You can't trust people who think um, that strapping fucking bombs to themselves and running into a building is an option. Plus, it ain't even us. but Israel ain't going to let
3: them do it. Israel's not going to let them do that. No, and they'll, they're fucking cowboys. They'll fucking just go in there. So and something fuck shit is going to
2: happen, whether it's short and sweet or long and awful. But we ain't getting out of this one. I hate to say it.
3: Nuclear fucking holocaust. It's going to be the road. It's going to start in Iran.
2: That's if you let them get there. Right now, you got to see us. As we've gone back in time, like the Terminator. We're okay. the Terminator right now. Okay. Oh, shit. All right,
3: so... it's awesome.
2: Do we kill them while they're babies? <sighs> if I was a Terminator... Or before their mom is born? If I was a Terminator, yeah, I'd have to do it. That'd... See, that's why I don't fucking trust you. <laughs> you got no emotions whatsoever. <laughs> them am going to beat up Hill Paxton. Takes a post. Someone's killing their scientists. Matt, you're on run of Fez. Uh, I know you guys are talking
6: about a rat right now, but
5: Fez talks about eating ass, and I'm totally stoked that he said he wouldn't do the Santorum. That's
2: good. Good for you. All guys. right, please, but, man. Why are we having this conversation?
5: <laughs> but how, would, hey, Fezzy, how would you do it? Would you, like, shave it first? Would you do an enema? Would you make uh, it clean? What or the what?
2: fuck? The, the fact that any of this thing has to be fucking discussed. <laughs> this is honestly, and I never thought, this is worse radio than Internal
3: Olympics. Uh, I didn't want to vomit during Intern Olympics. Now I might just... Vomiting in the bathroom. Uh, hold on, Joe's going to help us. Joe, what do you got, buddy?
0: Hey guys, what's up? Um, I, I just I study Iran. I'm a grad student uh, in Boston, and that's what I do. I, I study well, Iran. That's what
2: radio a, shows, and I go on the air.
0: Well, fair enough. Uh, I just wanted to kind of correct a few things, Ronnie. First Let's of all, it. first of all, you're better than that. Uh, Iranians are not Arabs, Persians. First of all. Um, second of all. You know, it doesn't matter. You can bomb a nuclear program to high hell; They're just going to rebuild it in a few years. So that option is something that should not even be on the table because it will only ignite war. It will ignite nuclear proliferation. Uh, it's just it's a nightmare scenario no matter what you do. That, to uh, the only Joe,
2: option. I want you to understand something. And I don't want fucking war. You've never heard me be a warmonger ever. But the know. point is, they're doing this thing uh, at the same time... You know, they they still stone people. You know, can we trust them with nuclear weapons?
0: I believe you can, personally, because if you listen to what the Ayatollah says, forget Ahmadinejad, the president. Everybody likes to point to him like he's a decision maker. He's not. If you listen to what uh, Ayatollah Khomeini has said before, he's never actually said he wants to wipe Israel off the face of the map. The regime itself wants to survive as long as it can. And no rational regime like that thinks that lobbing a nuclear weapon at Israel or anybody else is not going to be a suicide move. Joe, so
2: let's get back to this. You honestly see the this when you're talking about the Ayatollah, right? You're, right? Then you use the word rational. You honestly believe that? I do. And I'm not some fucking right-wing guy. You know enough about me, right? Right. But you cannot expect the people of Israel or the people of America to be comfortable with this country with nuclear weapons? Who are they well, building nuclear weapons for?
0: Well, the reason that a country typically tends to build nuclear weapons is as a power-flexing move, as a deterrent. Yeah. So Iran looks at itself in the region and says, OK, besides Israel, we have the strongest military, we're the strongest country around here. Okay, so they say, if we have a nuclear deterrent, we can push back kind of against Israel. They're not going to mess with us as much, nor is the United States, since the United States is running running rampant all over this area.
2: So, Joe, why, if if even what you're saying is true, why would the United States be comfortable with this? You were saying that you would be comfortable with it because they could be trusted... And you, you, it seems like the United States can't be trusted, in your view. So let's just play back. Let's not say who's right or wrong, but in just the game that we're talking about, why would the United States now not think we've got to move now?
0: Well, here's the thing. I don't think that... I, I don't want any more countries that have nuclear weapons run. I don't think that's a good idea. Mm-hmm. However, when, you're given the, when you look at your options and you say, okay, well, the only way we're going to get Iran to stop enriching uranium and potentially creating a weapons program, which isn't proven, is to bomb the shit out of their country. Okay? And that comes with a much worse scenario for the long term than trying to either work it out diplomatically or allowing them to gain that capacity and then trying to contain it. Now, like I said, I don't think that the U.S., obviously myself included, the U.S., nobody wants more nuclear weapons, but when you're given your options, it's Almost the
1: lesser of two evils. I,
0: I
2: can't imagine, Joe, a country that we would want to have these weapons less than Iran. You know, if I can't imagine there being a country where we would go, all right, I'd rather they had it than Iran. Hold on, here's somebody, uh, James. James wants to talk to you, Joe. Go ahead, buddy.
6: I just wanted to say the guy who's on the phone incredibly accurate. Um, I'm Persian. And uh I know no accent ha ha, ha no. I've lived in the state for a long time, but it's um you know if you look at the region and who's got what Pax, Pakistan has nukes, India has nukes uh Saudis have nukes uh- Israel have nukes, everybody has nukes except for Iran as a powerhouse in the area, it just kind of goes along with it
5: now they keep do say that they want nuclear power versus weapons ah uh, if you look at the region, those people still unfortunately live you know in in mud hovels and and kind of power would make a huge difference in bringing the outer countries
6: into the 21st century. In
2: In what way? You're talking about people that will still stone a woman if she's fucking caught masturbating. You're talking about a country that fucking stones gay people. You're talking about a country that if you don't go along exactly with the state religion, you're being seen as the devil. Can
0: I interrupt that, Tony? Yeah, please do. Uh, Yeah, real quick. Um, I understand what you're saying about the stoning, and it seems barbaric. Yes. When you look at that, and there's a huge dissonance between that type of Islamic fundamentalism and the regime, the top of the regime that sees their own survival as tantamount and sees their foreign policy goals uh, in a totally different mindset as it does their Islamic fundamentalism. I, I mean, they don't all... The fundamentalism doesn't run the country necessarily. It's rational mindsets that actually run the country. So uh, th- there's a difference between
2: those two things. I so th- you're telling me the Ayatollah is rational? what they are.
6: And isn't to get it a power. Th-
2: but aren't they, they running they the point religion of the one that I'm talking about here?
6: They run yes. the whole country. They run everything. Then I mean, they, then they're
2: different. not rational. They don't live in a civilized way.
0: Donny, real what?
2: quick. Yeah.
0: And I just want to, like, when I talk about foreign policy and international relations, when I say rational, what I'm talking about is you do everything you can to survive while at the same time grabbing as much power as you possibly can. It doesn't mean that nobody thinks that stoning a woman to death for masturbating is rational. I mean, I totally agree with you on that. But when I say rational, I mean survival, and I mean grabbing as much power as possible. I
2: understand. So what you're saying, relax, Al Capone is going to have nuclear weapons. I I don't really
0: know what to make of that.
2: Because what you're saying is, like, on that on that level, Al Capone was rational because he just wanted power. But the fact of the matter, I don't think I would sleep that well at night if I knew the mafia had... Uh, these weapons. Um, let's go. Over, let me. Let's go to Larry here. Larry, you're on with uh, Joe, who claims it's a great idea for Iran to have nukes.
5: Oh, no, no, <laughs> everybody. Um, me and my wife follow the uh, events in the Middle East very closely. My wife listens to news from Israel live, say five days a week. And this guy, Mahmoud, I'm another job. Hysteria that when they gain nuclear weapons, he is going to nuke the
2: little Satan, which is Israel, with great Satan. I love this one. Which you use them? All right, hold on. Let's let Joe go ahead. Joe, answer this guy.
5: Okay, so everybody likes to
0: say that Abhisena Jad said in that famous speech that we're going to wipe Israel off the map. There's two differences. There's two problems I have with that. First of all, he was quoting the old Ayatollah Khomeini from the 79 revolution. Second of all, if you translate that in, per- in Persian English, first of all, there is no direct translation, but he said he's talking about the Zionist regime and erasing them from the pages of time. He never said he wanted to destroy Israel, nobody's ever said that. So when guys like this come on who are potentially pro-Israel and pro-strike and pro-war, this is always their
5: thing that they go
0: to to make their case, it's completely false. Yes,
5: but when you stated, that if, if, if you were the gentleman that stated that the Saudis have nuclear weapons, they do not. The major players that. in the region, you are correct. Israel. Well, one of the guys said the Saudis have nuclear weapons. They don't. They're maneuvering to get some if they need them, and they have, they have discussed with Pakistan, Pakistan stationing nuclear weapons on the sacred Saudi peninsula, which can be done because they are Arabs. In, in well they're, they're, they're muslims not arabs in pakistan the muslims which means that they can set foot on the sacred saudi peninsula and live there okay so they will arranged to have nuclear weapons stationed there by pakistan all
2: right i'm gonna let joe answer uh joe go ahead
0: i, I don't even really know what that last point was no, um either. to be honest with you but i mean if he's talking about like a nuclear deterrent and if you allow iran nuclear weapons and they can there's going to be this wave of proliferation across the region yeah, that's a possibility where Saudi Arabia will use that as a deterrent to say, okay, well, well now we want nukes. And then it just keeps going and going and going. And I get that mindset. But at the same time, the U.S. has always given a nuclear umbrella, provided one to Europe, uh, and it can do so in, in the Middle East as well. So, I mean, that's another option. You,
2: you realize that we haven't gotten along that well with anyone in the Middle East. I do. Uh, and yet you still feel like this is a good idea.
0: I don't think, well, like I said, I don't think it's a good idea for them to be allowed nukes. But mm-hmm. faced with the option of allowing it or starting a war, I mean, can I, I know we're running out of time, here, maybe, But just with the option of war, let's look at the war just for a second. Let's say Israel strikes. Okay, they then can't start a war; they can't finish. We get pulled into it yet again. Okay, we're getting out of wars the two wars last decade. Okay, that's not that's not a, a good option. Now at the same time, Iran says, okay, well, if you strike us. You know, we're going to activate Hezbollah and Lebanon. They're going to start another war with Israel. We're going to make your lives miserable again in Iraq as you're pulling out. Okay, we're going to grab power there. We're going to bomb Saudi oil fields. We're going to close the Strait of Hormuz. We're going to bring down the global economy. I know that sounds like impossible, but that's
2: very, very... No, we're, we're actually right on the brink of that. I will agree that the last thing that we need is another war. And yet, I see that there... Basically saying to our military, you need to blink, and I don't know why they don't think after what we've just been through in the last time. I don't know why if they are rational, mm-hmm. they think that we will blink because um, they
0: know that we don't have the ability. They know that we. They know that they have the upper hand in the situation. They can't match us in a conventional war, but they're like Pepper said, I think, uh, ten minutes ago. Their insurgent, their capability to wage insurgent warfare and unconventional warfare is massive. Uh,
2: and let, that's
0: the thing that we don't know how to fight.
2: Let me take a couple more calls here, uh, Joe. Jim, you're on with uh, Joe. Joe, studied Iran and thinks that it's uh, a good idea for <laughs> us to, or it's a better idea for them, for us to let them have these nukes. Go ahead, Jim.
5: Ronnie B., you said it perfectly before about trying to deal with people who are willing to strap bombs themselves. Um,
6: I-, I won't claim to be an expert on Iran like this guy will, but I- I've definitely done my own studying. And I'm sure, Joe, you're familiar with the 12ers, the 12th who- Emon guys. Yeah. Yeah. So these guys, they want to bring about Armageddon by bringing this supposed 12th Emon out. And to do that, they need to start a fucking
2: shitstorm.
0: Am I, am
6: I, am is I,
2: am this I, uh,
0: true, Joe? I mean, as far as my Islamic ideology, uh, it sounds kind of it sounds accurate. I remember hearing something about it, but I would also argue that you know rationality comes into play too. They're not perfect Muslims; nobody is. For for fifty years, you had the Soviet Union.
6: We had we had mutually assured destruction, and that works when you're dealing with
5: guys who are atheists, because atheists don't want to die. When you're dealing with radical fundamentalists who want to bring about the
6: destruction of, of
2: great I, I will say this: we all miss Russia. We all miss the USSR. Those were great times for us all.
0: My polarity it was a lot easier.
2: Um, here's Kyle in Boston. Go ahead, I- Kyle. Going on, buddies. Yeah, you
8: know, it's just it, Israel is just the equivalent of the punk ass little brother who wants to pick the fight and then call on us to finish it. It's just, it's going to be a fucking mess, dude.
2: Where do you see this, Joe? Do you, th- do you give some blame to Israel?
0: I do. I mean, I think that you know, Israel is they're playing their own game. Okay, mm-hmm. they're saying, look, this is an existential threat, and I think they can have a weapon, you know, within a year or two, whatever, and then we need to act now. But at the same time, I th- they, their intelligence is just as good, as, if not better, than ours uh, being situated where they are in the region. And I think that they know that that's not true. What they don't like mm-hmm. is the idea of another, of an adverse regional adversary gaining a nuclear capacity that would bring them potentially on par with Israel. Israel like, likes its regional position of power as the strongest military. It doesn't want to lose that. So I think that it's more of a power play game. Uh, for them, and they create this nightmare scenario to try to pull the public and uh, the U.S. into into a supporting role for them. Well, uh, I don't think that there's really this existential threat that they talk about.
2: Well, I think there's something that we do agree on here, though, Joe, is that the right loves Israel in this country, and the left loves Israel in, in this country, and that just doesn't even seem to be a debatable spot. That's you
0: know? not. There's an interesting. i am start to cut you off. Uh, there's an interesting book called The Israel Lobby. Mm-hmm. Uh, I don't know if you've read it, but John Mersheimer and Stephen Walt—they're very prominent uh, international relations scholars—and they wrote this book about the Israel lobby and how strong it is, uh, and how you know if you don't, you know, suck the ass of the, of APAC and whoever else, that you're not going to get elected into office. That they're going to make it hard for you to be a politician. Blah 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 blah. And it's very true. And these guys were, were ridiculed and chastised for this, called anti-Semitic. If you and I right now, I mean, if somebody from APY listening, they're going to call us an anti-Semite because we're even we're criticizing the you know the idea of uh, Israel potentially doing something bad. So it, it's a well-known issue. But it's these things. It's this thing that it's so strong. They're so strong that there's, there's no, you can't fight against it. It's unbelievable, and now it's potentially going to pull us into another war.
2: I know when uh, Julian Schnabel did his film a couple of years ago, uh, there were people that were even angry that I had him on the show, and some people were just angry with them, and other people were angry with me that I even let him come in to uh, speak. Um, yep. Let's go over to Scott. Scott, we're on with Joe from Boston.
0: Hey guys, I just wanted to say there's so much against war with Iran it's not even funny, it's all the propaganda you heard about Iraq all over again there's so many facts of why we shouldn't go, For I mean I've heard that about th- a third of the country is young fighting age males over under 30 um, I-, I-, I hear the same stuff about oh these are religious fanatics you know, Iran is a much more sophisticated country than Iraq was and it's also about a th- three times bigger I mean, it, just in terms of size, just in terms of the population, I mean, it would be almost impossible to control. And they haven't invaded another country since, like, Xerxes, the emperor. Yeah, yeah that guy's you're right on point, sir. I mean, it, it's true. You know, people, people like to say, you know, we'll just, we'll just end this thing with an airstrike. It'll be all I'll be over with. Not only is that unbelievably complicated for Israel to pull off, it's easier for us, but it's still not perfect. But no, no air war ends in an air war. Sooner or later, there's a cycle that has to stop somewhere, and that ends in boot boots on the ground. And like he was saying, there's a young fighting force there. Uh, the Iranian Revolution or Islamic Revolutionary Guard there trains the public in counterinsurgency warfare, and these people get activated, as we saw in 2009. The reason that that didn't... That one of the main reasons that the revolution didn't take hold there was because you saw ordinary citizens from the People's Army that have been activated, they're actually given like little cards that say, for three days you can go out in the streets and fight this revolution. Okay, And they're trained in this type of warfare. So if any boots on the ground end up in Iran, they're going to face a counterinsurgency that dwarfs the one we faced in Iraq.
2: So you're actually saying this is an un- unwinnable war if we get involved in it. it even, if, even if we're doing short strikes and pulling back, it's going to cost us more trouble.
0: I'm not saying it's unwinnable, but it's not decisively winnable in a short period of time to minimize casualties. It's one of these things that will be protracted and prolonged for many, many, many years. It's not, it's just, it will be a literal nightmare scenario. I think that the U.S. and Israel need to scale back, look at the diplomatic means of doing this, and work much harder than they're working right now to come to a peaceful resolution. Uh, they've been given opportunities in the past, and they floundered on them. Under the Bush administration, there was, uh, I- Iran came out and proposed a great-looking deal, and instead of the Bush administration saying, let's look at this, they just said, screw you, we're just going to put more pressure on you. We're not going to listen to this. And it's been downhill ever since. Um,
2: let's go over to uh, Chris. Chris, go ahead, buddy.
5: Uh, I'm not sure which, if it was Joe that said this or, or one of the other people, but basically what what you're saying is because terrorism works, because we should be afraid of a prolonged terrorist action throughout the world and because we should be afraid of the Muslims, we should give them nuclear weapons. That's definitely not what I said.
0: Uh first of all, I've never said just let them have nukes. I'm saying avoid war and work as hard as you can and harder than you have been to figure out a diplomatic end to means to an end here. Um, So let's
2: let's get into that. What are are our diplomatic ideas, if we want to get around this? Because, if anything, right now, the right is acting like Obama's a pussy, and he's giving away the, for not already reacting, and he's giving away Israel, and he's giving away uh, our children's future. Right.
5: Uh, As far
0: as the diplomatic thing here, I mean, the Obama administration started off trying to, you know, kind of extend the half-assed olive branch to Iran when he got into office.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: If you remember, the president of Iran said, you know, congratulations to Obama, and it sounded like something was going to happen, but it didn't because the administration ended up following uh, the same kind of policy the last couple of administrations have on Iran, which was this dual-track policy of extend olive branches but also extend the stick at the same time. So it's like, look, we want you to, we want you to come to the bargaining table but just remember that if this doesn't work, we're going to fucking kill you. And it's like, you can't talk to people like that. Mm-hmm. I mean, you, you have to be willing to give something up. And this country is never willing to give anything. Now, I understand that's why we're this, we've are we been the strongest country in the world for X amount of years and blah, blah, blah. But we're, I, in my opinion, yeah, we're still America. We're a great power, but we're not what we used to be. And we need to understand that. And in this this age of us being able to just Throw shit at people all over the globe, and no repercussions is over. And we need to open. We need to have a better mindset about this thing. Um,
2: and, and yet, most people will say that we take shit. You know, what I mean, like if right now they they believe that's what has happened, time and time again, is that people uh, are giving us shit. And in this case, Obama is not standing up for it. And if you remember, to not standing up. Uh, over in that part of the world is what got Jimmy Carter thrown out of office. So I'm sure Obama's hearing this on a daily basis, that he could lose the election. And it's almost setting up like these guys are saying to Obama. Do you want to lose this election that's coming up? Um, Do you want to look embarrassing in front of your country? It's become this really pissing match again, Joe. It just happens over and over and over and it's exhausting
0: No, it's true i mean it does it's it's a cycle and the right likes to you know beat their chest and pretend about you know we're so tough you know you know do something about this oh you're such a pussy when it comes to foreign policy with iran or iraq or whatever but it's like once these people get into positions of power like even the right they and they see the national intelligence estimates and they see the President's daily brief and they see the actual intelligence, they go, oh, shit, we can't do this. What the hell are we talking about? Right. It's, not, it's not that simple. They like to use it as political rhetoric to try to beat down the left, and Obama in this case, but it's not the reality. If you look at like, the top levels of, this, of the current government, the Obama administration, if you look at uh, Panetta, if you look at you know top levels of the Defense Department, CIA, these, Dempsey, these, these guys go, look, this is not a good idea to, to strike Iran. Israel, what are you thinking? You know, we're probably not going to stand behind you on this. It's not a good idea. You know, these guys know, and these are the these are the thinkers, and they understand this. Mm-hmm. But it's the politicians that spin it and make it sound worse than it is, and it's it, it just there's it, it. American government is just a very weird thing, unfortunately. That's not my specialty. It's international relations.
2: <laughs> uh, Joe. um this is obviously too complex to get through this whole thing but i do appreciate you being open to this today i'd love to have you come in studio if you want some time and we can kick it around i'm going to put you on hold and we're going to get your number and you can come back and and tell us why we should all raise our children as muslims (laughs) and burn the flag awesome thanks Ronnie. all right buddy i'm going to put you on hold and we're going to exchange numbers here Uh, that was interesting i it is so goddamn complex. It's so goddamn complex, and I'm—I cannot tell you how exhausted that I am of that we've been doing this shit for ten years, and I'm seeing these guys in uh, Iran rattling the cage right now, and us and Israel rattling back, and I'm like, holy shit, holy shit. I'm tired. It's all coming apart. I, you know, Hicks, sometimes I think that you and Fez have yeah. picked the right road by not having kids and being gay because you don't have to I, worry about I the don't want future. Kids, but I'm straight. I'm
7: openly gay.
2: I am straight. One of you is still in the closet. Fez, when are you picking up your mom?
7: Uh, tonight at 6 o'clock.
2: Are you telling her that you're ready to eat, man asshole? No, I'm not going to bring that up to my mother. Then don't bring it up to me. Oh, I want you to give me the same respect that you give to your mother. Uh, happy birthday to HTG today. Thanks for everything. And I'm sorry Fez forgot all about you. Um, but apparently we're all getting iPads. Yes. Uh, which should be great. And a little iPad club that the three of us are going to have. And I think we can get Opie in on. All right. Um, so we are uh, calling this a day. Um, Damn, we never got to the Tyson video. There's a video up on the iBang where a fat kid bites off a skinny kid's ear. It's awesome. It's ridiculous. And also the Newt Gingrich false outrage (laughs) against uh, Robert De Niro, which, I'm sorry, I really do want Obama to focus on foreign stuff. I want Mitt Romney to focus on this foreign stuff. I want us to get people working again. I want to stop the fake outrage. We got a lot of shit to actually worry about. All right. Uh, I think that's everything we need to uh, talk about. We'll uh, see you guys back in here tomorrow on a Thursday. Satellite. Homestar, what is it? You keep grabbing at my shoulder. Hey, uh, that's the yeah, end my show.
1: Donk.